Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car that's why every car we sell is carmax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer so don't settle Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. Little bonus app here. Uh, Charlie Dixon was on his way from Cairns down to the Gold Coast for a few weeks before he goes back down uh, to Adelaide and we just chucked him in the studio I've been following him on Instagram for a little bit. He's been following me on Instagram for a little bit. Uh, my uncle Glenn actually kind of like put us in touch and said like, you guys need to to link up. Charlie plays for Port Adelaide. He's one of the big boys uh, in the Port Adelaide AFL squad. Played at the Gold Coast Suns before that uh, and actually grew up in Cairns. We got a lot of mutual friends randomly. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like a really cool episode. The fact that we, the first time we got to like meet and hang out was literally on the podcast so um you're just meeting two new friends uh well you're hearing two new friends meet essentially for uh for three hours on the podcast so charlie's a mad moto fan um he's got his own youtube channel called uh driving with dixon i think he's gonna really ramp that up uh when he finishes afl and that's gonna be a really cool channel but he just loves building cars racing cars he's just got himself some dirt bikes now he's full dirt bike dude uh, and I'm absolutely here for it. He's spreading the good word uh, about just how rad motorsports is, and I and I love it. This was a really fun episode. Uh, it won't be the last time that you uh, see Mr. Dixon on this podcast. But uh, I hope you all enjoy. Before we get into it, though, a message from our sponsors. The leaders in Below the Waist Grooming have blessed you with the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner topic. You can tell your in-laws about your new cutting-edge ball trimmer and gift yourself or the man in your life the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Trim your pumpkins by going to manscaped.com and use the code GYPSYGANG for 20% off plus free shipping. Look, it is the time that we are thankful for the things in our life and I am thankful to Manscaped, honestly, because if I didn't have Manscaped, and if I didn't have that performance package 4.0, probably have some uh, more like Halloween looking nuts than Thanksgiving, I guess you could say. Probably like all Freddy Krueger on those bad boys. So if you think your holiday spread is good, uh, it's time to give thanks to Manscaped and their performance package 4.0. Uh, as 
or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear, nose, and hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your travel bag, I guess you could say. Uh, think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Again, you can go to 20. Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code gypsygang at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code gypsygang. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you and I will thank you because your support helps support this podcast. I've actually got an exciting festival to tell you about that's happening on the Gold Coast. I'm not sure if you've heard about the Urban Sport Fest yet, uh, but one of my mates, Matt Burgess, is running this event on the Gold Coast. It is called Urban Sport Fest, and it is on December 9th to 11th, uh, 2022. Urban Sport Fest is Australia's first BMX Freestyle World Cup and qualifying event for the Paris 2024 Olympics. And it is also combined with a three-day music festival. So pretty exciting. Approximately 150 BMX freestyle athletes are traveling from across the globe to the Gold Coast to compete. And everyone is frothing for this. Uh, They're frothing for it because this is Australia's first BMX freestyle World Cup uh, at the start of summer. And these international riders are coming here to knock off Australia's best, including current Olympic gold medalist, uh, Gold Coast own and Gypsy Tales own Logan Martin. Uh, so this is going to be a sick event. Uh, and then they're combining this with plenty of food and drink, as well as a bunch of other activities for the kids. Uh, so this is a one-off event that is perfect to kick off summer on the Goldie uh, for the young and the young at heart. Uh, and this is a really great family event. So make sure you get your tickets now for this family-friendly three-day music and BMX festival at the Urb- at urbansportfest.com. This is going to be really cool. Uh, if you've never seen Logan Martin, Brandon Lupos, if you've never seen those boys in the flesh, uh, you have to go see it. It is just insane what these guys are able to do. So super excited for that. We are also brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile. And going on right now from the 9th to the 15th of November is the Boost Sim Frenzy Sale. The $200 uh, SIM that gives you 140 gigabytes of data, that is now $40 off. So that is uh, on sale for $160. Uh, And the 40 gigabyte SIM uh, that normally goes for $30 is now $8. So you're saving $22 uh, on that SIM card. Um, This SIM offer ends on the 15th of November. Uh, and terms and conditions do apply and this is for new customers only all the information is right there at boost.com.au we're also brought to you by guys at mx store and if you order before 2 p.m i missed out 247 as i read these ads right now if you order before 2 p.m you're going to get same day shipping it's practically just like being there and going to the store Uh, The guys at MX Store are the number one in Australia for dirt bikes, parts, and accessories, mxstore.com.au. We're also brought to you by the guys at Fist Handwear. Gypsy Gang is going to get you uh, 15% off there. I haven't worn other gloves in a long time. You hear me say it every single episode. Uh, Fist, Gypsy Tails, we're one and the same. We're all family, you know. Uh, We're also brought to you by the guys at Tropical Auto Group in Rocky. They've just got in the new Ford Raptor Ranger. The thing looks 
titty city, I must say. I am partial to my D-Max. I really like it. It's got the CTO lifted kit and it's got like the big wheels and the Fox shocks. It's got all that now. But I just would be lying if I said I didn't look at uh, the Instagram they posted the other day of the new Ranger Raptor. and was like, mm, okay, I see you, I see you. Uh, if you're in the market for a newer used car, hit up Kyle, a tropical auto group. They're in Rockhampton. But if you say you're a member of the Gypsy Gang, he's going to look you up. You're also going to get a $500 gift card to MX Store as well. Uh, and also the guys at Rival Inc. You can head to rivalincdesignco.com. We're running the Gypsy Kit. I see you guys buying it tagging it uh, i've been sharing it on instagram uh when i see it pretty fucking cool if you ask me so rivalinkdesignco.com gypsy gang gets you 15 percent off there so don't slip on that and that code gypsy gang gets you 30 percent off in the gypsy tales shop uh so if you just go to gypsy-tales.shop you're going to be able to see we've got uh we actually found some merch we did a stock take and we had a few more sizes and stuff than we thought so yeah, you can uh, you can get 30% off with the code Gypsy Gang at our merch shop and that really helps us out. We're also brought to you by the guys at Dixon Flannel. You can head to dixonquality.com.au. They've just dropped a dope Millsy flannel. Uh, so if you're a fan of Jack Miller, like myself, go and get his official flannel from, uh, from dixonquality.com.au. Uh, and Fist, if you're a big Fist fan, as am I, um, then they've just dropped their 2023 Fist Dixon collab as well. All right, that's it for the sponsors. This is a great episode with a really great dude. Gypsy Gang, it's Charlie Dixon. From the gang, Gypsy. Gang and they come and get gang. Gang and they come and get gang. Gang. I'm at a gypsy gang. gang. I'm at a gypsy. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> uh, we good, Ronnie? Yeah. Good? Yeah. All right. Joining me on the Gypsy Tales podcast is Charlie Dixon. And, mate, I feel like we're best mates, but this is only our first time meeting. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for having me, mate. Um, sort of only just started listening, but... um super pumped for you thanks for having me yeah we're sort of we're trying to figure out the six degrees of separation so yeah glenn was like you gotta fucking get something going with charlie and i was like sweet start yeah. following you on instagram and then we just figure out we know like all of the same people you're only a couple yeah. years younger than me grew up in cans yeah like yeah so i feel like this is probably just always gonna happen <laughs> yeah wild um yeah speaking to glenn um just from riding mountain bikes dad had a lot to do with the cairns mountain bike club so yeah. growing up and um that's how i met glenn and um and yeah then just sort of after moving away from cairns and then sort of yeah getting back into mountain biking and then sort of yes yeah, chatting to glenn again and then seeing him on your po on this podcast and then listening to that um was awesome and then yeah just sort of it all just came back and and then now like Kansas is a small place and yeah like knowing yeah. everyone through everyone and even like down Adelaide where I live everyone sort of knows this who I've just started riding bikes with so it's it's awesome oh it's sick that that was such a good podcast with Glenn too I yeah. was so pumped that we we got that one done like you're I feel like that's one that I'm gonna look back on in like a lot of years time and be like fuck that was good you yeah. know like to to be able to capture like a moment in time everything that everything he's got going on in his life everything he's achieved all the stuff that we had going on maddie was in there like and, and makes you 
that sort of shit too just makes me appreciate cans yeah absolutely i like i love it i remember i was cleaning my shed and um just had the earpods in and just listen that listen to that and i like i could relate to sort of everything yeah. that was going on like with what you guys are talking about and and yeah it was awesome like the whole time like it's like i didn't really get too much done but like because i was just <laughs> yeah. laughing and and like just yeah reminiscing on all those old days of riding bikes and just living the life of cans and yeah and um whenever it rained like you go there was always something to do yeah. like where there was like you jump go grab um dad's dad had a bus company and you go grab dad's tie tubes and go tubing down crystal cascades yeah, and yeah. put your life jackets and helmets on and you'd be laughing and there was just always something to do and that's just why i related so so much to that sort Did, of podcast when you left so how old were you when you left Cairns? i was just turned 17 yeah. and moved to brisbane yeah and um played a year in brisbane uh, playing footy and um and then got picked up by the Gold Coast Suns at the end of that year, so 2008. Yeah. And then from there, I played seven years with the Suns and then got traded to uh, Port Adelaide in yep. 2015. Yeah, right. So did, do you reckon that you enjoyed Cairns when you lived there or did you take it for granted as a kid and it wasn't until you moved away that you appreciated it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You do. Like You kind of can't help it, right? No, you can't. Well, and that's sort of like you'd, everyone gets complacent with what they've got yeah. and always sort of want more and um i think yeah you look i look at it now and say i had the best yeah childhood like yeah. parents sort of gave me everything everything and more that i ever wanted you know like and and we were able to do like ride bikes and could play sport and um do whatever we sort of really wanted we had free reign and um and yeah look at the way sort of kids grow up now and it's like it's all phone it's all this and yeah, all that it's yeah. just like rarely were we sort of inside you know like during yeah. the day watching tv or watching netflix like a movie or something like that unless you had a bunch of mates over who were eating pizza and watching a movie yeah, on, a, yeah, on yeah. a friday night or something but other than that we were outside all yeah. the time just yeah. doing and like we used to have a big train on a saturday morning of just bikes riding out to smithfield from red lynch and yeah. that was just what we used to do so when did you get into mountain biking was that something you always did along with footy uh yeah pretty much because dad started like when we were oh when we were quite little he just started riding and then we were jumping on his bikes and yeah. he didn't want us to ride his bike so we were just like flogging around on his and then he sort of got us all in our own mountain bikes and then yeah we were sort of into it from quite a young age um probably oh, eight eight to ten something like that yeah. me and my brother and we, we just loved it and then sort of met all all our childhood friends that we're still really close friends with now and just started riding and uh yeah the rest is history and then we'd sort of go f play play footy or basketball and then we'd um yeah on the sunday we'd go and go and ride mountain bikes with dad and yeah. he'd, like we'd go to all the hard stuff with dad um like the cross country stuff and yeah. on the proviso that we'd go get to do runs of coranda on the way back Dude, so, oh, i love that track <laughs> it's eh? still so good it's still we we pulled up to it when uh we went we just rode up to cape york and then yeah. I, I pulled up with roans actually and was like oh this is the start of the downhill track yeah. like this was probably some of my best memories in my life is being <laughs> in the car yeah. driving up to the top of that playing like lincoln park <laughs> you know what i mean like just with yeah. the boys just absolutely oh that fucking bit of rain and that track was so so sick yeah it was it was always like i haven't done it sort of recently but like it was always a track that we'd come home like i'd come home to and we'd go and do it yeah and like you'd and everything would change every time everything was similar but not the same so yeah, yeah. you'd just be flying into it and like me and my brother used to do it 
and uh, it was just two of us. He bought an old Kona yep. for like 150 bucks off Nick Simpson. Yeah, of him. <laughs> like, it was just flogged out, but like we'd never had a fully just full downhill yeah, bike like yeah, that, yeah. heavy as hell. But um, and like this wasn't even that long ago, and we'd just go up. Um, drop one off we'd do a run we'd time each other and then <laughs> the other would just we're mad competitors so we'd just race each other back and forth and we'd do about four runs until someone fell off and we'd be like right oh, that's enough yeah pack it up boys <laughs> yeah. man I got just so many memories yeah. on that track like fuck I love that track I, yeah. there was a point in time where I could have rode down there with my eyes closed yeah. like we just did it <laughs> so many times like we had one day where the track comes out of the road and then you've got like the little road section. I used, yeah. I used to like get down there and just manual. Try and hold manual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had one of my mates one day fucking did it and he was in front of me and just looped out on the fucking concrete dude and just yeah. just cartwheeled ACL going the whole oh, fucking. Oh, wow. None, and none of us gave a fuck. Yeah. Like we just picked him up, got him, just kept going, kept more going. runs. Yeah. Can you imagine if someone did an ACL oh. now? You'd just be like in fucking panic stations like <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah, he's got to work and what are you going to do <laughs> yeah, with the kid oh, you don't even shit. like while you're doing it you're like having the best time ever and you're like oh I probably shouldn't be doing this I actually you need my body for my work yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. And it's like wow but um, at the time you having the best time ever yeah no I just meant I, 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 I feel like I just didn't know what I had until I moved away. Oh, yeah. You know, 100%. But, but I was thinking about it like, was that a me problem or is that just inevitable? Because you just, you don't know what you don't know. And it's not until you leave and then you realize the limitations of other places or that, you know, yeah. they just don't have certain things. But I mean, I've been living on the Gold Coast now for probably like five or six years. Yeah. And I mean, fuck, there's so much here. It's still, yeah. Like, there's actually a lot of. You don't have like the jungle and stuff, but yeah. there's so many ranges through here and so many waterfalls and crazy shit that I guess I haven't really explored here. So well, maybe it. it's just everywhere. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it's sort of like I sort of lived here for seven years and I didn't really go out and see a waterfall or anything like that. I was just sort of hanging by the beach and yeah. playing footy. Drowning and- in pussy. <laughs> 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 don't fucking lie. <laughs> I won't. No comment on that. <laughs> Was, yeah well it's um it's shit house it's shit house here yeah absolutely <laughs> it's a yeah a little bit step up from adelaide that's sure yeah i'm, I'm sure oh there's there's the uh, instagram's good though i yeah. feel like the explore page oh. will let you know where the hot girls Gets are bad sometimes. in every city <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely you just get stuck in this mindful scrolling oh. of uh, and then you're algorithm becomes just absolute smart it's not great is it uh, fuck how'd we get there yeah That's exactly uh, it always comes back uh, oh, yeah but definitely nowadays i have like a crazy appreciation for cans yeah. like it's, it feels like such a sacred place and i think too probably one of the reasons why we both wanted to move away is like nothing happens here small yeah. town you know but i think that's probably the beauty of it you yeah. know the, the further along you get the older you get you're like oh that's actually the move yeah absolutely and um like i was always like when i lived here and um early days in adelaide i was always like um oh yeah i'll never go back and live at home or anything and i still love i love adelaide like i can see myself in there but i can i could see myself moving back to Kansas or maybe the tablelands or something like that yeah, just having yeah. it 
just like cruisy and just like do my own thing and and be sort of more than have with a bit of bit of land and all yeah. that sort of stuff like i've got four acres in in adelaide and i'm just outside of like in the, i'm in adelaide hills and yeah it's the best thing i've ever done it's like i've got my own space i'm just like don't have to see anyone don't don't have yeah. to talk if i want to i can just stay up there all weekend or yeah. for a few days and not talk and just not say a single word to anyone and i love it and it's just it's as you get older you want the simple things you yeah. know and i've got two dogs and it's just me out there and, and mate i fucking love it dude how good is it too eh? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's like I, I find it just so peaceful and like i've got a lot of lawn like grass so yeah. i just might like jump on like podcast music whatever and i'll mow the lawn it takes me like four or five hours because <laughs> it's like this high but it's just the best i like it i found it's just like that's all i sort of want and all i need really just to get me through and yeah yeah bit of land and mow the lawn and dogs Dude, I'm, and, I'm kind of there with you these yeah. days eh? like that's what i say to the boys all the time now i'm like man i just we're doing this for a farm yeah like we're doing this to buy a real big farm Absolutely. with some moto tracks on it mm. we'll build a big shed we'll put a studio in there i can do my video calls to america <laughs> yeah. and to wherever we just don't have to use don't a decent bunk, be, bunk beds yeah. there for the boys because come and stay stay the week stay the month who gives a fuck yeah right in the morning right in the other exactly just simple shit you don't have to leave yeah you don't have to go anywhere yeah and, or only to get food of course but yeah that's just like i'm only five minutes from sterling and it's like got everything i need there and like that's all i need how how long have you had it for only a year yeah yeah only a year and i've got plans of building a house and a big shed and what's and it got on it now like an older house. an old farmhouse yeah, yeah barely yeah. livable yeah so I'm on yeah. rainwater but like i'm build. i've got these plans for this like kind of big ridiculous house and it's like oh, i don't really need that because i'm pretty happy with like just this place that sort of you roll a basketball in and it'd go to every room you know <laughs> like there's not a straight doorway in it yeah and um i think one of the taps has given me like like gastro because it's like all copper pipe like <laughs> yeah, old yeah, cast yeah. piping and uh yeah so it's um i've had all the plumbing fixed or a bit of the plumbing fixed and all this other stuff just to make it livable it's got a fireplace i put a heater in but yeah it's like all i really like growing veggies and shit like that no there's plenty of room for it but i'm because i've got this build this house is just yeah. sort of um and i'll be knocking that one down so i haven't sort of made any sort of real places until stuff like that until i can actually yeah work out where the house is yeah and then so i'm not just like doing all this stuff to just get knocked over in middle of next year did you how long ago or like let's say you go back seven eight years yeah like any part of you if you come tap yourself on the shoulder like mate all you're gonna give a fuck about (laughs) is mowing your lawn (laughs) with your dogs and you're gonna chase not talking to anyone for like a week straight like what does the seven year ago person say and uh yeah he'd be like you you're fucking crazy you've lost it you've lost the plot mate (laughs) you're absolutely off your gagonga but um no like yeah it's like that's and i said that like when i came to adelaide and like I moved moved there 2015. Didn't know anyone knew the coach. That's yeah. the reason I moved there to play for Port Adelaide. No, and I knew the coach, and then that was it. And um, and then I sort of rented this house, and and I was like looking for. I got to look for a house. Got to try and find something. Looking down the beach, whatever. But and I'm going to train. Waking up, going to train, and felt like it was raining and it was cold. And it was my first ever winter. Like I'm yeah, from Cairns yeah, to here, yeah. and I was like, it's five degrees. It's raining and um 
I'm going to train and run around in the rain yeah. and cold and it is miserable and I'm like and you're just being alone yeah and, you know yeah oh exactly I said I had one of my dogs and um and yeah and I was like what the fuck have I done yeah I was like I've moved from Gold Coast where I I can wear a hoodie and and board shorts and thongs all year round yeah or like all through winter and yeah. swim all year round and like i've come to this place it's a fucking shit hole yeah. i said i'm doing my five years and getting the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then towards the end of my f- like five years i'm like i fucking love this place and so i love the hills and i love the people and I, like i've got my youtube channel with cars and stuff like that and i love the car culture and and i've met so many great people just through adelaide and the car community and I just fallen in love with the place. That's and, sick. And I was just like, everyone asked me, so you, you, you're not going to stay in Adelaide? And I said, fucking oath I am. I love this place. This is like, this is me. It's my pace. It takes half hour to get anywhere. Yeah. And it's not too much traffic. Some questionable drivers like anywhere. That, um, But yeah, I'm, and like I've got plans to build this house and I, I want to stay there. That's Plan- so hopefully good, Hopefully buy old mate behind me he's got 75 acres so if i can buy a bit more off him and just sort of keep yeah, yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be the plan you know but and he said he's open to that but whether he is or not but um yeah so that's that's what i'm that's me and like, and i'm i'm happy with just chilling out in adelaide and cruising that's a cool place to be man yeah. because i feel like it's so i've been in this place before where you kind of get caught up in like more 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 like wanting Mm. more wanting more wanting more like i think that if you can get into a mindset of wanting less like being happier with less but i i I think that you know people could look at that as like a a negative in a sense like oh you should always want to improve you should always want yeah exactly but it's sort of materialistically i don't think it makes sense to to want more And, and i'd say it all the time too like i know a couple like fairly successful people yeah that have like like uber successful they've kind of like they've won the game you know like the game of life like they've beat it (laughs) they've got all the cheat codes like they've clocked it and now they just fucking cruise around doing whatever they want want to do yeah and like those people do what you said like they'll sit on a tractor and they'll like disc a track and you know it's just like them and their wife on their farm yeah and then it's really like common you know with these people Mm. and it's sort of the people in the middle that are like on the up and yeah. like sort of striving heavily to get to that place that uh, are different from that. Yeah. And I just would always see these guys. I'm like, fuck, I really should, as much as I can catch myself, I'm like, yeah. I should skip that step and just go to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, let's absolutely. Skip, skip the bullshit, you know? Yeah, that's it. And it's like, it is like, I mean, you've always got to set yourself goals and want to try and yeah. achieve as much as you can in life. And, and I always love, like love being busy and love doing stuff but then you can overreach and then you end up just going, yeah, cooking yourself or whatever like with it's me with training and then i'm trying to sort of grow my youtube channel and and a few other things that i'm trying to do and it's just like you can get a sort of ahead of you a bit but because that's and that's probably why i like you know like just a simple yeah. me sitting on a, on a tractor listening to tunes you know like yeah. that's that's the most simple thing for me like it's i'm doing something that it needs to be done but it's like it's at my pace and it's just chilling because like i'm in a pretty high stress environment with with sort of professional football yeah. and um for probably six eight months of the year where it's high You're intensity like locked in. yeah and you know like and the cars have always been sort of my out where i can just sort of concentrate on something completely different to what my actual job is and then then the little farm i've got is is like the total opposite of both of them where i can just 
switch off and have a mind numbing yeah nothing yeah and just have a good time and and just relax and and you know like just chill out yeah so yeah. it's just having a balance of everything because yeah like you said those dudes who are just chasing chasing and and like that's what you if that's what you want to do in life that's what you want to do in life but you got to have a balance people talk about balance and it's yeah. it's it's huge but yeah like you said you want to skip to that next bit where it's yeah. just you're just sitting like with your feet up on on a farm yeah. doing just little fixing fences or you know yeah, shit yeah. like that like projects like, yeah because sit like with the farm like it'll take a long time yeah for you to like to complete it you oh know? exactly get it to where i want it where i think it's going to be and that'll probably never it'll probably never, never be where yeah. i want it to be but it's still that's the that's the journey it's just that's it the journey of getting it to where you kind of think you want it oh dude it's funny it's like <laughs> me and my chick she's like planting like native trees and you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? like what kind of birds could you get in and like yeah. i feel like there's there's so much uh it might seem like so simple and yeah. such like a simple thing but I feel like when you're in a place like your farm, when you're really there, like you can really notice things like, mm. oh, we need bees. Like, oh, there's bees over here. Yeah. And like these bees help this and then it brings these birds in. And like, so it might seem like a, it's just, there's nothing going on. Yeah. But because you're like really present with it and like you're really in the moment, mm. you can like notice so many things that are going on around you. Yeah. That it's not like a, it's not like a, uh, it's just part of like the ecosystem it's not like this thing you've put there or yeah, like something exactly you're right. bringing to the table it's like what's happening while you're there yeah and exactly. while you're not there yeah that's it and it's you know like it's making you know a bit more what do you call it like the oh just making it a better place for not only where you are but for everything else that's around you yeah. as well and and um making a natural habitat for you yeah. know like animals like there's so my dogs lose it nearly every night there's so many like rabbits and foxes and stuff just running around like yeah. the next door neighbor he's got what does he got he's got goats um and he has a like a big dog that lives in there with him yeah and she protects the dog uh, protects the goats really it's like mal malamute or something like that big dog oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and um so she's um malamute i think they're malamute or something yeah, yeah something like that up. i want to see what, what it is fuck. they're like a massive <laughs> yeah it's a white they look like a similar to a golden retriever like protective dog or something alaskan like. malamute there it is yeah maybe that's it yeah look oh at, not quite that not. one i reckon oh they're different they're a white dog i might have got it wrong but um they they sort of have the same sort of aspect where they sort of i think they protect yeah right the herds and all that sort of stuff so yeah. she's in there and she'll bark at me every time i sort of drive up and but then the neighbor he just gets oh, off-cut meats from the butcher they just sort of give him me and he just comes over and just lobs them over the <laughs> over the fence like <laughs> for, comes the at, dog. for the dog and then he gives like my dog my dog's a bloody uh, shit ton of meat as well and they love him whenever he comes in but i'll come home it's been pissing down rain all day and then i'll walk inside my older dog he's like 10 he's american staffy he's got a leg in front of like a <laughs> sitting by, deer the, leg, sitting by the heater leg. that comes on <laughs> and it's just like the whole house smells like rotten meat and i'm like <laughs> mate if i'm not here don't you dare give my dog any meat so and like so there are foxes there's like all sorts of animals wild cats and stuff ripping around around um everywhere kangaroos um yeah it's it's awesome yeah. but um dogs go wild at night <laughs> so do you live there full time or have you got a place in no. the 
oh, so I lived there full time. Full just went in. Yeah. And so how far away is it from? I'm only like 30 minutes from the CBD. Oh, that's and then, so sick. Yeah, and then I'm probably about 50 minutes of training. Yeah. So yeah. it's not bad. I get up early and then so I get a sort of clean run to training and, and mate, it's like, and I love driving. So yeah. clearly I drove here. And um, so, um, yeah, so it's just like, mate, I have my coffee in the morning and um, just drive myself in and then yeah. on the way home it's like because you got to go up the big freeway and um i just love hitting that freeway and so i'm out of here you yeah, know? Like, yeah it's just yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. as soon as i hit the freeway hard yeah, hard stop yeah exactly so it's uh yeah it's the best and yeah i moved up there i was like looking at i had a i have a place like near the city i've still got it um i'm trying to sell it next year but when i bought that place i um I was looking sort of everywhere around town and then I went up to the hills once and this is just as I bought my place and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I said, imagine having like land up here and I jumped on realestate.com and saw a place, 16 acres, 13 minutes from like the bottom of the freeway, 16 acres and it was the same price as what I'm just bought, bought your just place bought for. my place for and I was like, can I get out of this? And it's like, no, it's, it's already oh. settled and I'm like, <laughs> it was like 16 acres four bedroom tennis court pool that place is worth like three mil now yeah plus yeah and yeah. it's like 16 acres and it's like and it was sort of like rolling hills and nice view and and you weren't into moto then no Imagine the fucking tracks you oh exactly that was that's all it's sort of like everywhere now like because all the boys i ride with now they're like they came around for a big bonfire at my place not long ago and they're like yeah, yeah. We'll just say, we'll just get, yeah, yeah. Turn track yeah, here. Exactly. Freestyle down ramp. <laughs> That's what they're like. They're like, we'll just get the 110s here and then yeah. we'll just like make a track and then we'll get the big bikes and then yeah, we'll just fly around. It'd be awesome. Jump the road, do this, yeah, do that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it, mate, I'm I'm just loving where I'm at. at that's the moment. so sick. It's good. So you said before about your first ever winter. Fuck, that's a real thing, eh? I moved to Melbourne when I was like, I want to say like 18 or 19 i can't remember yeah. but i i moved to melbourne i actually stayed in glenn's place when they were building uh the tracks in anglesey yeah like okay. went down there man and i had no you remember dennis bear bear yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Bear. yeah so like he was down there at that time <laughs> like all those boys were down there and i just it fucking hit me like an absolute sack of shit and yeah. i was like fucking depressed bro. Like, <laughs> it is it's I a different not, thing eh? dude i could not get my head around how fucking cold i was <laughs> I remember mornings like getting a I, the like the lid off a of water and like scraping ice because I had nothing else to scrape the fucking ice off my wind off yeah. my windscreen. And Melbourne's different too. Like it, like I, I think it's colder than Adelaide because and it's just it cuts through you somehow, Melbourne. Oh, like yeah. and I'm not the biggest fan of Melbourne. Like I we, I mean I haven't spent the most. I've always sort of been to Melbourne because we fly in, fly out, but. I just never had a really good time there, and it's just you've never been a revolver at four a.m. Neither have I, actually. But I hear good things. I have been out in Melbourne, and that's that's always been been good fun. I suppose it's just trying to find yourself after those times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just leave bit. a big yeah. part of yourself there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um. But yeah, Melbourne's are just a cold, cold place in, in winter and in Canberra, and like that's what this year has been for. I suppose Adelaide as well. It's cold, yeah. wet just wet and like um in the hills where i am it gets 40 percent more rain so it's just been 
I mean, it's green as hell. It looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. But like underfoot, there's just water everywhere. I got a golden retriever taking for one walk around the block. Just He's black. Shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I got to wash him time take for a walk. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, the cold is a different thing if you're like used to like 33 degrees and a thousand percent humidity. Yeah, yeah. And then you go into like a cold climate to try and live. Is, Can rattle you. Um, oh, absolutely. Put you in a put you in a bit of a hole. Oh <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. And how old were you? Uh, 25. Oh, all right. So was, uh, imagine if you went straight from Cairns to like oh, play yeah. for Port Adelaide, you probably wouldn't have lasted. No, absolutely not. And you talk about kids getting homesick and stuff when they get drafted. And that's fair enough because like I moved out of home when I was 17. My parents still say, we didn't finish raising you. And yeah. That's probably fair enough. Like yeah. it's, um, <clears throat> I moved straight in with my brother and when I was a carpenter and school-based and I got to a second year as a school-based and then went straight into the working force and I was, living in Redland Bay working out at Ipswich starting at 6 and having a half hour break and then working until 5 and then going to football training nearly every night and I hated it absolutely hated it I just wanted to quit and go home But so so when you come out of school yep. so you don't get to play footy full time straight up like you gotta, no. you gotta do a bit of because I guess like does that shit happen nowadays because I mean in like the motocross sense yeah you get like a guy that comes out of amateurs and then they just go pro yeah and you know what i mean then you're just full-time kind of on the program but for you guys maybe you have well, to work a bit or it's um well with the uh, say schooling and stuff down in like melbourne and adelaide and that they finish school when they're 18 yeah so they go straight to the draft yeah so they'll go straight out of school where they play like their club level footy their school footy and pro- possibly seniors i think um and then they'll go from there no they won't probably play seniors I don't, I don't even know but yeah they'll be club footy uh, their club footy and then their school footy then they'll go straight to the draft and um, and yeah go straight to a football club wherever they get drafted to most of the time the kids will know where they're going Yeah. if they're, if they're a top 10 they'll basically know they'll have a rough idea what, what teams and because of the picks and all that sort of stuff where they've got to go but um, yeah so the, all the sort of other other sort of lower sort of kids they'll just end up sort of wherever a club can go but that's just the way it goes and then they come in and they get billeted out to families yeah yeah well that's what we sort of did and then and they still do that a bit but some of the kids these days they just sort of get together find yeah good mates who they've played a bit of state footy with or yeah. Yeah. school footy with and they go let's get a house and then they have to tick it off by the club yeah. and they said can they live together and all this sort of stuff and then they go yeah right they, get, they go and rent a house and or some of them get paid well enough where they can just go and buy a house yeah and um and uh, yeah, so then they move in, and then you got to get. Then it's just on, yeah. and it's like a, you know, as you do, you have a share house. It's it's a pretty good time, yeah. and the boy, you just got to make sure that there's not the Uber Eats bags aren't stacking up by, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. door width high, and you got the right blokes in there, and then the dietitians will go around there and help and cook meals and all that sort of stuff. So it's um, it's yeah, it's totally different. Like, but some kids will just. Um, go straight to a billet and they'll stay there for a year because they're happy there and it's like a sort of transition good like halfway yeah yeah exactly which I did the same thing I have family friends who I used to live with in uh, Runaway Bay when I moved here I moved from Brisbane moved lived with my brother and that and then went 
to a billeted house because that's what they wanted us to do. So I sort of went with family friends and it was awesome. They looked after me, did me washing and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And then until they were like, right, you got to help us a bit. Yeah, and then they were like, actually, you know, I'm yeah. just going to leave. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, we're going to we're going to do that. I'll go move out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. So what was how long was it till you? So did you get drafted? So you were no. in the draft? No. So I didn't go to the draft because I was a Queenslander and. Um, I had to choose because and the Gold Coast came along as a new team mm. so I had the choice to go I could go into the draft if I wanted or because the Gold Coast were like we would want to sign you for three years where the draft was only two years mm. and um, less money at that time and as a tall skinny bloke you need more time to develop before you can play and I was like oh well three years will work out fine for me because it goes it went TAC Cup VFL then AFL yep. so the first two years were just like a basically a uh, developed development year and years and then uh, so I decided to sign with the Suns I was the first signing for the Gold Coast Suns and oh sick and um did yeah. Tony Cochran own it then or no was he... no he was I think he was on the board at that stage yeah. but um I just know just yeah, unrelated yeah. but I just know him so. yeah yeah so um I know nothing about AFL <laughs> that's all right well man like I always tell people it's like look I play the game I don't follow it yeah like I'd it's like a job to me like I, I love playing the game like I love I'm a competitor and I, I love that side of it but everything else that comes with it is just bullshit it's just <laughs> yeah. so hard like it's just so hard to switch off from it because it's relentless and football's huge in Adelaide so that's another reason why I moved out to the hills because I can just be yeah, away from yeah, it yeah. but um, yeah so I signed the three year deal and then um, did the three years there and then got another contract uh, for another year and then sort of sign a three three year after that and then yeah so that's and but there was a mate of mine who um he elected to go into the draft because he knew collingwood were going to pick him up so yeah. he went and he was ready to play footy straight away and yeah. which he was dane beams so he was straight in and, yeah. and played footy and he's a phenomenal footballer yeah right so you knew you had like a to develop like physically <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i was still here i was like 97 kilos but like i was six six seven six eight whatever i am now but yeah i was just like string bean that is a fucking tall (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that and like i yeah i was skin and bone and um yeah and then got straight into a program and then i went from like 96 to like 105 within the first year sort of thing so just hitting the weights hitting the weights and eating proteins and all that sort of stuff now i don't have any proteins and all that stuff because i just get just I'll just get out. massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, like I. It's funny because like I, I sort of got. I'm, you get to the age where you know your body, what it reacts to, and yeah. what it doesn't. And it's like I always get after football season, give myself two weeks of just nothing. And I get to my, and my buffer's like 116 kilos. <laughs> I get to it like that. It's so fucked. Comes up quick. Oh, it does. And it's like, all right, you're gonna start pulling your head in now, and then you just gotta try and yeah. What's like the what's the go to cheat meals for you? Like, what are you into? Oh, I like I'm pe- mad pizza man. So yeah. just a pe- like American pepperoni and cheese family size size pizza. Just smack just a couple of them. Smash back a couple and- of them, and I'm I'm sweet. No chocolate shit like that. Oh no, I have chocolate here and there. But like, yeah, I'm mad on the pizzas and then probably you know, burgers, I mean, chips and all that sort yeah. of shit, all that stuff. It's just pub shit. Yeah, pub shit, exactly. Palmies and all those great pubs in Adelaide. And yeah, just, there are. You just, yeah, go down to a pub. Like I go to a pub like at least once once a week in yeah. Adelaide and just by myself sit down there and have a pub meal and drink a beer and then go home. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so, so you... Uh, getting beefed up yep. to, to play 
the game. Like you said, you you uh, not like huge into all the surrounding yeah. sort of stuff, yeah. but like the play in itself. And so I guess and as a kid that's fucking six eight, you've either got basketball or mm. AFL. Like you kind of get your sport kind yeah, of chosen for you. Yeah. Do you reckon that the mountain bikes and the extracurricular stuff kind of like helped you into the pro stuff a little bit because you didn't get as like into it in that sense in fact you know, like some, it, some yeah, people yeah. get so into it becomes oh, yeah. like everything and that's it kind of can fuck them in the long run yeah absolutely i think that i had sort of other interests outside of just what i was doing like i i wanted to play basketball like yeah, that right. was like i wanted to be a basketball not afl and like i'd sort of dabbled in afl but i didn't like it and my brother loved it and so i'd play basketball and just want to do that and try to play the representative stuff and went a ride at it but wasn't um yeah it, it sort of there wasn't a great pathway for mm. basketball here in australia I, i'm pretty sure there is there is one now, it it's, now it's getting yeah, much better yeah. with the leagues um or the nbl is awesome it's a, it's at a really good spot but um yeah there wasn't really sort of much cult, great culture and stuff there and then i sort of got to about 15 16 i think and it was just sort of like oh well i don't think and i was just because i didn't really like playing with the coaches and stuff of my age group and then so i just went and played like b grade or c grade or whatever with my dad's mates and i was yeah. just having the best time ever yeah. and i was like oh, i'm not really doing anything here and then sort of jumped into footy again and then was trying more and more and then got asked to join a few cl- um, clubs in brisbane and yeah went from there so definitely to be out and like that's why i think that i was able to i'm able to detach from the just mad footy life is because like i've got so many other interests that where i can pull myself completely away for it took me a while to be able to do it especially moving straight to adelaide oh well to adelaide sort of after being up here in the gold coast when no one knew who we were yeah we could do whatever the fuck we wanted to do go out have a drink and no one really no one really sort of cared because we were just this new football club that sort of everyone went and watched on Saturday afternoons because we always had the 145 sort of Sunday, uh, Saturday or Sunday. So people would just go watch us and um, for pre-drinks and then head out after yeah, that, you yeah, know, yeah. and we'd all see them out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just what we, you know, we used to used to do and, and then moved to Adelaide. It was proper culture shock. Like I got in trouble because I was having drinks and going out and doing what a normal 25 year old would do but and then get back to the club yeah right it's like what do you mean yeah what do you mean i can't hit the piss with the boys (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's (laughs) like oh i was out past this time that's a curfew it's like oh Oh, really i was like i didn't know we had a curfew it's like oh okay well righto and then people start feeling like i had someone first time i went out in adelaide like just noticing people sort of filming a lot more and um and then i was sort of standing in a club with a few of the boys and then I had someone come up to me and shake my hand and call me a, a cunt to my face. <laughs> really? So you're a cunt. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, am I? Am I? You know, like, and I hadn't, like, I'd never been, never experienced anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, this is really probably before sort of social media was just as, like, as, as big as it is. As now, big as yeah. it is. And yeah, I I was like, what the I was like, this mother. <laughs> so you can't do that. And I'm like hanging on to him. And then, like, the boys are like, let him go, let him go. No, no, no. He's no. all right. He's, yeah, he's, all right. He's, he's drunk. And I'm like, fuck this. Fuck this, dickhead. This yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, and then you sort of, then you start playing and then you get all the stuff on in, online because everyone's so passionate down there. And yeah. even your own supporters and stuff can sort of rip you and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, because I guess, like, uh, 
no one's bigger than the club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. And, and that's the way it is as well. But, you know, like we've got to be able to work together and, and sort of make it all work. But, you know, like they're so passionate down there. That's football. That's all it is. There's two teams and like they love to hate each other and yeah. we love to hate them as well. And that's because yeah. that's, that's what's sort of so good about it is that you just want to, you know, you want to, you want to beat the other team yeah. on in your city. So then you have bragging rights, you know, and like yeah. those games are fucking wild too. Like they're just awesome. So who's the other team? So Adelaide Port Crows. Adelaide. Oh, and then the Crows. Yeah. yeah. So the showdown, like they're just, they're the build up to those games are awesome. And what time of the year is that on? Oh, we normally there's one at the start of the year. We play them twice a year. There's one yeah. at the start of the year, then one sort of towards the end of the year. So Fuck, I'll come to one. Absolutely, <laughs> come down, man. Sick. Like come to one of our home games because like uh, I feel like we do it better than them. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. going to think that. But like we have um, never tear us apart song before we sort of as the sort of last sort of siren goes we're all walking out positions and never tear us apart from NSX NSX comes on and whole crowd's singing and mate it's giving me like goosebumps thinking about it now it's fucking awesome that that is one cool thing like AFL I actually watched the AFL grand final this year yeah fucking balls up that was (laughs) I haven't watched one game of footy all like I haven't watched the wrong game to watch yeah and then so like it was me me and my mate and one of my one of my mates he's a like big fucking sports dude yeah. and he's like you gotta come boy that we fucking sick <laughs> like that the downstairs of this sick place in oh, Perth man. ran it out and then me and uh, me and Blake he's not into footy at all yeah. we're like right open mind <laughs> we're here with the boys and I was like what the actual fuck are we what this is like the team that won the minor premiership yeah. versus the team that got the wooden spoon. Yeah. What are we actually doing here, oh, boys? Mate, it was like, I didn't I didn't watch a single minute of like the whole final series and everyone's telling me that it's the best final series ever, all this sort of stuff. That's what they were saying until the grand until final. Until the grand final. Yeah. I was I was actually in Cootamundra racing my um my Monaro at um <laughs> at, at um the airstrip in Cootamundra. Is there a more Australian sentence that's ever been said? Racing my Monaro <laughs> at the airstrip. <laughs> yeah, so that I was like and my parents were there and they're like, oh the game's about to start and they're like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I'm doing it. Fuck about it. I'm about to go eleven seconds and kill them all this exactly. motherfucker. And ring this thing's neck. <laughs> what am I about to do? Eleven thousand RPM. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was doing while the game finals playing and then um yeah. It was absolute trash. Yeah. Like could not believe it. But the the big the point within that is yeah. uh like how crazy passionate the like AFL fans yeah. are like it's fucking it's like heritage shit you know oh, like lega- they're like legacy brands of Australia yeah it is and like we've got one of the well, if not the oldest hit history in sort of VFL SAFL or AFL or whatever the hell it is like I'm only new I've been there seven years but it's still new to me yeah because um like we we're like 153 years old yeah football club you know that and, like is mental like, I know right like to even think about that it's like it's it's just absurd the history that our club sort of has and and it's amazing and that comes out sort of throughout the year and we like you have a sort of launch and all that sort of stuff and that's like we've lost that sort of bit through covid and all that but now that's all starting to come back and and just like i remember the first sort of launch i went to and it was like a basically had all 
all the old players and all that stuff that was still around that would just come through and they'd talk about their stories it was unbelievable to like learn about like the history of the football club and i was like wow this club is old as shit like it's wild and then and and then you understand the passion from um the generations oh generations that's it it's like bred into you there's like i always get like sort of messages from people who um like kids have sort of just been born and they've already got like port clothes on and they're already a member and all yeah, this sort of yeah, stuff you yeah. know like they've signed them up they're like a minute old and then those before they like sign the birth certificate they've got them signed up to a membership you know like that's just the way like that's the way it is and it's like it's not it's it's not out of this way like that's not anything unusual yeah yeah that's it's, it might like sound weird to say yeah. in like cans or whatever but yeah. it's just like this is the culture yeah like, and that's, that's it but it's why the game has been around for oh exactly so long and it brings out because like we were north queensland cowboys you know but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. The, there's no not even close to the history no. and and the heritage and i imagine it's probably pretty inspiring to draw from too at times oh absolutely like it, i feel like I'm always going to be biased to the way our fans are, especially at our home games. And you'd be like 60,000 people at a home game is, and like in a final, like we played Geelong. I remember it was like one of the best games we've played ever. And we like smashed Geelong in a, in like a final. And the crowd was just unbelievable. And like, I'll, I'll remember that for the rest yeah. of my life, you know, like how that crowd was and how that game played. Like we played unbelievable and then played horrible the next week and got knocked out of a prelim. So, but that's, it was just, yeah, those, that's why it's so good. It's like, it doesn't matter if there's, you know, 50,000 or 10,000, our fans are so loud. Yeah. And the Adelaide Oval, it's like a big, like, Coliseum thing. It's echoes and it's just phenomenal. Like, to be able to, I feel so privileged to be able to, like, run out there and play and do, and, like, I'm only sort of starting to realise and now I'm getting older, yeah. I'm getting towards the end of my career, how much you sort of, really appreciate this yeah. sort of stuff and and being able to play you know football for a living and, and be in the environment that i'm in and be able to play in front of all those people and um have a career out of it it's oh it's it's unreal and you know like we've always had old blokes come in and tell us like yeah. as a young kids you know they'll go like that and it's like you just gotta you know try and do everything you can to play as long as you can and you know, you're like young bloke you're like oh, yeah man. yeah whatever mate and then like yeah. it, but <laughs> then now i'm standing up there telling these young kids the same thing you know like yeah uh, i'm you just got to make sure you you make everything count and all that sort of stuff because it does go so quick and you and you appreciate just what you're doing more and you look after your body a lot more and and to try and you know drag it out because you don't want it to end yeah well, i think that's probably one of the cool things about uh, there's a there's a negative thing in that you got this short career right yeah in that you know you might play footy for 10 15 years and then it's over yeah but like how many people just that they never do anything like that and they've just got like a regular life yeah and then they have that realization as they're like 75 80 that like it's short life mm. short and it's going to be over but then you're like you're almost like I, I saw this with my granddad before he passed away like you could tell he was kind of getting sick yeah and then he could tell he was getting sick and it's almost like a light bulb went off in his head as an you know an 80 fucking yeah, year old yeah, guy yeah. that like oh a life i'm coming up to the end yeah so it's like when you're an athlete and you've got like this real short career you've got an end point but it's like at 30 yeah and exactly. i feel like that can 
either it can go both ways like it can fuck you but it can give you a crazy perspective to then just take into the next 50 years of mm. your life that other people might not get because you you end up like you live a footy life yeah and then you've got to go outside of that yeah exactly and like a football life is you know it's like it's like anything has its ups and downs and like with the injuries and all that sort of stuff and certain things you struggle with i know i've struggled with sort of in the last probably four three four years or whatever like that and i've sort of had real problems but it's um but then i look at it and i'm like i wouldn't change a thing because like the way i've i've been able to sort of get myself through a lot of this stuff is it's made me who i am now and like i've appreciate i can appreciate all these things a lot more because of what i've been through and what i've done and you're dead right like to be able to look at the th- the way um look at life the way i do now i wouldn't be able to if i didn't have any of the things that i i yeah. went through yeah so it's like you know like i, I look at it like i'm 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 blessed i'm not lucky i'm blessed to be where i am and i'm to be able to do what i can do but i've had to work very hard to get to where i am and i think people forget that as well and um but yeah i i'm very excited for what comes next after football and i sort of looked at it where it's like oh maybe i can just maybe i pull up yeah and like maybe i want to i can just sort of step into the next thing in my life now and it's like well I'm still healthy. I still got this urge to, you yeah. know, like play footy. And it's like, while I've got that, there's no way I'm stopping because, like, I I still look. I'll still look at it and I'm like, I could still do that. Yeah, and I could still flog well, these yeah. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. You've got to have that sort of self. Yeah, yeah. You know, the a mongrel. Little, little bit of mongrel, a little bit of arrogance about like, all right, these young boys coming in, they're gonna try. They're gonna be better than me. I've just got to try and be better than them. Yeah. And I'm all and like, while I've got that sort of bit of fight and bit of mongrel in me i want to keep going and i will and then it, it's till that i get to that point where i'm like oh fuck this another day another day i don't know if i can do this yeah. as soon as i get to that it's that's when you sort of get you'll know too oh 100 100 and when i'm and like because i'm trying to you know sort some things after life with my youtube and cars and all that sort of stuff and whether that'll get me to where i want to go is you know like that's we'll see but I'm just happy with the journey that's sort of going where that's going at the moment. But while I'm playing footy, I still want to put 100% into that and make sure my body's yeah. still good, which it is. I've had, I had another two surgeries this, this year from a busted ankle, which I've had six on the left and then five on the right. So <sighs> it's um, most of them have been cleaned up, so I had a big one at the start of the year and then another cleanup. But I broke my right leg and that sort of messed me up for a while. But yeah, no, the body's good at the moment. So that's just trying to yeah make sure it's all all in right in place running order. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's the hardest bit it'd be cool too to be in the position where you can kind of impart culture mm. because i feel like it's the culture is something that is transferred you know like you can yeah. have you can have culture stop yeah. completely if you lose a certain like a group of people and then it's like it's over you know and then to work to like build that up again could you know could never come back the way um that it was before yeah so like to be in a group where you've been there for a bunch of years and then you got these young kids coming through then you've appreciated the culture and you've got respect for it to then like that's valuable for a club even if like let's say your best footy years are behind you yeah but like fuck man it's almost more important to the club to be a cultural guy oh, exactly you know? that's that's huge these days and and that's what clubs harp on you know yeah. like harp on like 
the the culture and being connected to one another like almost to the point where it's like right oh kumbaya yeah. guys <laughs> it, it gets to that man like yeah. it does because they're trying so hard to keep a core group together and that's the main thing is keeping a core, core group and a young group together because folks always get enticed by going home or uh, you know more money somewhere else or a better side or anything like that you make you create a amazing group and amazing environment to learn and blokes to be in that one who want to be in that environment and love coming to the club which i've loved coming to the club this year yeah. more than any other year i have i've just loved i mean the young young boys we have are just phenomenal humans and they're hilarious and like they just want to play good footy and they and they want to learn and that's just what what you want and yeah. and um that's the main thing is creating a great environment for where blokes can be themselves and do what they and do what they have to do and and have a uh you know a standard where they have to live by yeah and that's and i feel like with the club this year we were really trying to find that probably more than what we were pushing it more than trying to find it i suppose you were searching for it instead yeah, of letting yeah. it sort of happen Build. so and like we do connection sort of things and that it sort of became something that was happening every week where you sort of struggle to, to sort of find something to talk about yeah then like you're a, like manufacturing yeah it exactly and i felt what like, you just needed was a trip to mexico <laughs> exactly right we, Mid, i was like mid-season <laughs> cameras away with fucking locking in yeah exactly we'll get to know you and you yeah, and you yeah. 10 times better let's have a beer <laughs> yeah yeah come here i'm gonna back you into a corner for four hours and talk your fucking ear off <laughs> you won't want to listen to me ever again uh, but, but i guarantee we'll be mates after. exactly <laughs> lifelong but um that's yeah so that's like it sort of gone away from the football like it went away a fair bit from like drinking and all that sort of stuff but young blokes <clears throat> you got to give them a release like you got to yeah. let them let their hair down because you, you'd sort of run players and young blokes especially into into the ground and i found that as well like and be like right i'm going off the crop i'd go yeah. off it and be off it for four or five months and then and then i'd be like why the fuck am i doing this yeah why am i playing footy yeah in general exactly yeah. like, i could just be fuck. a normal guy that could just do what they want to do exactly it'd be like oh fuck this i'm going to have a beer and then you go out have a beer and you catch up with the boys and you actually just be and not try and be like you're just a normal bloke hanging out with your mates having, yeah. having a few beers and like and that goes just such a long way and then you get to know boys like we do a captain's barbie every year where at the start but before the season sort of comes on we sort of get together and we have go like this yeah this year was at my place because i just had the farm and, and yeah, so yeah, we sick. just had uh, like a little um like a dj sort of thing set up and then a bunch of chairs with sort of fire and then had i've got a little 1990 hilux back that up put it on her thing put all the piece in the back of that yeah and ice and all that sort of stuff and we just sat around and bloody everyone had to dress up had a pizza thing there and we just sat around and drank beers and you get to know everyone because they're all young blokes draftees that come in straight yeah, away and yeah. then basically train with you and then you just send them then to be able to actually get to know them and know their personalities you give them a few beers and yeah, then they yeah, start yeah, to come yeah. alive Loosen and up some bloke who hasn't said five words is now the loosest bloke and the loudest bloke running yeah, around yeah. like with his shirt off and you know like just been just been a young kid and that's what you got to promote i think anyway just blokes and, be themselves and people like is the afl because yeah it's like a full double-edged sword mm. like you can especially when there's like companies and shit involved too yeah. like big sponsors and corporate dollars and all that shit yeah. so there's like a line that's got to be walked but you, you almost can't like it's what i'd always think about um like you got to be a wild man 
to run at you full clip <laughs> and just try and take your fucking head off, right? So like, so like, you gotta be cooked. <laughs> so, so then it's like, you expect that dude to yeah. not drink and go to church on Sundays and like just be this straight square. Yeah. But then on the field, you want him to be an absolute murderer. Yeah. It's like, well, they're just those two things don't necessarily go, go together. together. No. And it's like to try and like push one thing and not yep. the other and dude you see it with fighters all the time i think that's why the ufc is so popular yeah right now on like over the last few years because they're like dana white is the president he's like what do you want me to do yeah they're fucking lunatics they're all lunatics <laughs> exactly. i've just paid lunatics to work for me and it's just like that's no different to the afl that's no different yeah. to the NRL that's no different to any of these sports like yeah. they're fucking lunatics that's why they're out on the field and that's why we're in the chairs yeah. and we look at them and go like have a go at these guys like this is insane like, we can't do it exactly and it's like athlete are highly strung oh you and know. the pressure yeah and exactly that. and all that sort of stuff and like with the UFC it's like you pay, they he pays those blokes to bash the shit out of each other you <laughs> yeah, know yeah. of course they've got to like screw loose you know like yeah. that's just the, who they are and that's just what they're going to be i mean like there's a little bit of difference with with footballers but like you still got to be pretty tapped to oh, play footy exactly it's like you would got to be out like our game's 360 you know like so someone can come out of nowhere and um and like that's yeah that shit just happens all the time big packs and i get my head taken off most times like where every time i go near the footy you know yeah. so it's like and that's but that, that's my job i'm supposed to yeah, just crash yeah. packs and but you've got to be a certain person to do that yeah. and that's not the kind of person that's gonna be choosing to read at night yeah. every night over have a beer with the boys yeah exactly <laughs> like and i i get it all the time because i got a bit of white line fever where i'm quite angry because i'm a competitor and i would I hate to lose and all this sort of stuff and and i get um yeah i get wound up and i just like and that's who i am when i'm on the field and yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff and then i meet i meet people outside and they're like oh well nice you're bright. actually really nice yeah, hey, yeah. Like, you think i walk around jacked up ready to murder someone <laughs> like around the street like yeah. that's just not that's just not like you can't do that you can't live like that so and that's but like that's what i love about it i said i can be this you know yeah. like aggressive intimidating person on a football field but then i'm just a normal dude who's just yeah nice well we've got i think we all have that inside us to a certain oh, degree absolutely. you know like that's what for me with doing jiu-jitsu that's like yeah. my place where i can just go and be a fucking dog yeah <laughs> you exactly know I mean? and then there's people that i can't beat but yeah. i can just go so fucking hard on those and it's fine yeah we're all good no one's got any hard feeling like we're literally belting the fuck out of each other yeah. you know what i mean exactly and i've got that part of me mm. but it's like that's not a person that can walk around in society <laughs> but it's also that's not a bad thing to have like if you've got the right outlet yeah for it. absolutely and that's what it is it's an outlet it's somewhere where you can be that person and it's okay and you're with people that can that are trying are doing the exact same thing where they are just taking the world's frustrations out on you, <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah. and you're doing the exact same thing but to it, them. and not personal oh exactly sometimes i guess it would be but it's yeah. like you're just there it's it's like these are the rules yeah stay within the rules do whatever the fuck you want yeah Go exactly right yeah that's it and that's why and like you could be like out in the football field you would like a defender you and a defender could like be at it at each other all day he smashes you you smash him and you'd be just lipping at each other all day and then at the end of the game siren goes it's like mate 
love the battle. Always do. <laughs> yeah. I always look forward to playing him because this is the battle that we have always. Yeah. And he's like, mate, I love it too. Yeah. And that's and then then you walk off and like that's it. You don't go. You don't turn around and just fucking walk off and you wait go, to get him again. Next yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck. He fucking got me today. Like fuck. But then it's like you do that. You go. All right. You fucking had me today. I was like, you were all over me. I wanted to rip your fucking. <laughs> he's like, mate. Yeah, that's fair enough. And then and then you sort of go back and forth. You always have those sort of plays where you play against and and you're always looking forward. To, you're nervous about the battle because yeah, because you know it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle, and it's always like that. It's and I love that part of it. That is what I love about football: the competitiveness and and knowing that I always have someone sitting on my fucking back shoulder every game, you know. And like to be able to beat my opponent is is what I I live for. Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, it's it's like a delicate balance that I'm sure that the AFL has to kind of walk. But I think man, we can definitely get into dangerous waters where you just try and pacify yeah these wild dudes oh, yeah. that you like want to pay to do wild things yeah you, you can't you can't pay someone to do wild things for 90 minutes no. a week and that's it yeah exactly you know, like right you, you're paying yeah. a, per, a wild person to do wild things yeah exactly like, he's gonna fuck up every now and then yeah, now yeah. and again you know like he's a bronco baby he's a bronco it is what it is. <laughs> that's just the way it goes <laughs> uh, oh shit yeah no that's that's it it's just like that's the way you know like these young blokes have just been like they kill themselves to be this professional athlete yeah. week in week out it is it's gonna crack and when yeah. it does sometimes it's big yeah. and you've got to be able to manage that and that's what it's all about like with a football club that's what the football club has to manage that yeah because then it just you got to manage when blokes can have a release yeah. so that's what we do we have like four day breaks every now and then sort of throughout the pre season because pre-season pre-season would be grueling it's not as bad as it used to be it used to just be like right out first like four months is just <laughs> yeah <laughs> first like two months is just running no footies football you don't see a football it's just running yeah, it's wrestling over it's, it. yeah and then and then after christmas was footballs yeah, yeah and then but now it's all football because you want it you want to be a good footballer yeah. you want your team to know your structures and all that stuff so it's now it's all football and that stuff gets you through and then there's running at the end if you don't meet your targets through your gps yeah so there's all that sort of running and if you have a big running session or like a big sort of training session where blokes are just smashing themselves and the running at the end isn't much at all yeah so that's where it's it's gone from like the old army um, yeah, boot sas style. boot yeah. camp style to just getting the boys together to make sure they they know the um the game plan and the way we want to play and the way we want to be and who we want to be on yeah, a football field yeah. that's what it's all about yeah and, and cool learning way. that and that's 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 good it's still hard we do like 15 16 training sessions twice a week or three times a week sorry so monday wednesday fridays you do your big sessions and then hills and stuff on saturdays and then half days on tuesdays saturday sunday and thursdays off Oh, that's a hectic schedule yeah. but like you love it yeah you love it like you because you're doing football yeah there's obviously drills and running and shit that you just fucking hate but you're out there competing against your mates and and everyone's trying to get fitter and trying to get stronger and everyone's trying to help one another so i've i'm going to like love it love that part of it yeah and you feel so fucking good you're cooked afterwards but it's like fuck yeah, that was a good, good day good cooked yeah. yeah yeah how how techy are they getting i feel like the afl is probably one of the more like maybe high tech into like bigger budgets bigger teams like so you said gps like if you don't hit your gps numbers are they like tracking your whole your whole (laughs) preseason? 
yeah pretty much um so yeah like the it's all about your meters per minute these days so how like Fuck, that's I know, heavy oh, i know man <laughs> just like, even thinking about that i'm like oh i don't like it <laughs> well that's it some of the boys are like through the season they're on like um mate like 130 140 minutes per minute so just like Fuck. on the move on the tear like flat out and that's your midfielders your wingers like they're just constantly on the move big blokes like me are like 100 if that you know like so and that's like yeah good going and so that's what it's all about it's like minutes per minute and then your high speed is um then how fast you're running and then um so you total distance total time playing and mate, we get a spreadsheet after the game and then you can see where you go like it's actually a thing like you i come up like shit i'm cooked yeah i reckon i had a good gps <laughs> i reckon i had a good gps day and then like look and you're like oh wasn't that good really <laughs> sometimes yeah it's like but and then it's all nutrition and then all the stuff you know like you um like nodos and all that sort of stuff red bulls just to get you up and yeah, and then yeah. your gels like i remember this year i hadn't had as many gels as i had this year because i only had half a pre-season yeah because i'm sort of, of was in, injured yeah. and um yeah i just felt sort of unfit the whole time so i was like just sucking about six gels into me a game and um and just yeah, like doing a front shit yeah trying to get through you know and um and i was playing a, a lot more ruck which was in the middle so i was um yeah just gassed all the time but yeah it's um it, it's like there's so much data and like they look at um uh yeah so basically with the gps and all that sort of stuff but then they also have stats and and where we get our most stats and and like where teams score on you or yeah, like how they yeah, raise yeah. the ball and just all this like ridiculous stuff that goes over my head and like oh, my roles like like i said crash packs bring the ball to ground for the smalls and and just compete and make sure to defend when i have to so it's pretty basic for me yeah, yeah, where yeah. like these other midfielders and that they got to know which where where the setup where the ball's getting tapped which i sort of learned a lot more about this year but you got to try and be across everything but i'm i'm a simple man who, who likes simple things it's like go smash brother yeah exactly it's like see ball see ball get ball like yeah yeah bash and crash and all that sort of shit you know like so that's that's i've seen my role as that but then also trying to um be a leader and sort of hype everyone up but yeah yeah it's um it's mental like the and the footage and stuff we watch after games as well oh so you started doing a lot of that stuff these oh days. yeah that's huge like it has been for probably the last probably 10 years or yeah so. really or five years it's just been huge like yeah. we get um we've got an app where they can send you sort of um clips and stuff of what of like what we can look at sort of the night um the night before a training session and yep. then go through walkthroughs where you have a big oval sort of in an indoor area and you sort of walk through where where you're going to be where you set up where your kick-ins and then watching sort of edits and it, most sort of the edits get sent of a full game and then every time you touch the footy you can see sort of what, like where you were but then the line coaches say so forward backs and mids they'll just show pull out clips of like you should have been here so the ball i'm standing here balls come in and it's left and gone out this way you should have been up here you're still here yeah <laughs> so yeah, the, yeah, all that yeah, sort of yeah. there's nowhere to hide no hiding, nowhere no. to hide so i was like yeah i know where i'm supposed to be there and i'm just sitting there like with my fucking hands on my hips yeah, like, yeah. You're like, well i knew i was supposed to go there but like <laughs> i was trying you run <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly they're like we just need you like we don't care if you like trundle just just get, just get up there yeah yep. yeah because then you're first back and all this sort of stuff so yeah there's nowhere to hide and there's just like a pl 
like so many like different <laughs> um, stats and videos and everything just always always there that's sick though eh? yeah. like you'd, oh, never, awesome. you'd never be like looking for a way to get better no like it's kind of right there in front well, of you if you it. want it and like you'd it's like actually hard to go out of your way to not try improve. and improve <laughs> yeah. in that area you know and like to just like come in clock in clock off like and blokes notice that and blokes see that and they'll they'll just hit you straight away yeah like you're fucking in and out bro yeah said so you're not doing your rehab stuff you're not doing this and then that sort of just yeah gets around and then but then you sort of see that and blokes will see that and then they'll be like oh i don't want to be that guy yeah yeah so then it's like bang they'll switch and they'll change the way they train and change the way they that's just to that's be. culture oh like, and exactly that's, right that's part of that's being, it yeah that's a, it that's part of being in a good team and you know like even for us working here you know like it's yeah. there's three of us like we are a team yeah and you know you got to think uh as a team and it's hard to it's hard to um like these days just in the i guess in this space too like you you don't really get to switch off you know it's 24 7 like we got audiences all around the world there's people that are watching shit all the time yeah messages are coming in all the time and it's like it's a you've (laughs) got to be geared up to just fucking go go flat out constantly and i think like we're lucky we got like a really good squad but that's what i think about all the time like you going forward you've got to look for people that fit into that culture that don't just want to clock in clock out do the bare minimum because it's like fuck man the bare minimum just ain't gonna get it done but that's most jobs these days oh exactly really too you know 100 percent. there's yeah and it seems like that's like what what everyone sort of seems to do it's just the bare minimum like there's i feel like just from basically trying to work out like with building a house and all that sort of stuff and trying to find stuff like that and it's like all right well that was and you tell them like i want this quote for this and this and this and i want it sort of itemized and it's like it just comes as a one big quote it's like i don't understand why it's that much can you show me how you've done that and then i'll itemize like one or two things it's like i still don't understand so it's like can you just do like do the work do the work do the work yeah that's why it's a quote and that's why you're trying to get my business but like i think i feel like because everyone's so busy i've got everything they're just like oh well here's the price if you want it you want it you know yeah yeah but that's just sort of getting off topic but no but i think (laughs) it's important to think about like because i mean i think that it's like i've i feel lucky in my life to have the mindset that i've got and i feel like in life your mindset is what gets you your results like yeah. you know you're physically you're six eight and mm. like you there's if you wanted to do a professional sport like it's right there for you yeah, to do absolutely but you can't do that without a certain mindset, mindset. yeah you know and i a- think that absolutely and the, the good thing about mindset so not everyone can be six eight obviously yeah. but everyone can have a fucking gnarly mindset yeah <laughs> like it takes time to do it that there's i've always kind of run off this i've always kind of run off like a rule for myself in a sense where it's like once you see something you can't unsee it yeah so don't ever hide from the truth in a sense like if you see that something if there's a better way to do something if there's a and then the other thing which kind of speaks to that point that you were talking about before is like you've got to be doing something yeah at any time you, you wake up from you not many people wake up and just sit still 
yeah. right? That's like you've got to piss, you've got to eat, you got <laughs> like you have to do things, right? And unless you're a monk that can just sit there all day and meditate, then you've got to do some shit. Why not do it right? Exactly. <laughs> like, why not do it the best way that you possibly can? Like, wouldn't that just make life more fulfilling like would it like because where where are you going mm. like what's next that you need to rush through this thing and not do a quote properly or yeah. not you know what i mean like what it, it's almost like you're costing yourself more yeah you're you know you're you're trying to get somewhere quicker or you're trying to do something fast to, to get somewhere but what's that future look like once you've cut this corner yeah exactly so to me it's like you know it might be off topic but i think like that's no. the way that you fucking need to live your life like if you really <laughs> want to live a great life like you just moment to moment do the best job that you can exactly you know? right and yeah not a true word spoken it's like yeah yeah you wake up you got to do something it's like oh i gotta do this but it's like oh i'll just do it i'll just i'll just knock this over and do that and then move on but it's like you're right like where have i got to be after i do that yeah it's like what am i what have i got on that's so important that i've got to do i've got to do a shit job at that too so i can do this it's like it's like same with fitness it's like we've got a program that we've got to follow and it's like so it's like monday wednesday friday main running sessions and then gym and all that sort of stuff it's like if i don't get up and do that running session either straight away i just won't do it yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like i'll just do it now and then I, I know i'll feel fucking good after it yeah and then i've got the rest of the day to do nothing yeah and then so then it's like but then sometimes you wake up and you just sort of like wake up a little bit later and you push it and you push it and you and push it, it get done. and it doesn't get done or you're going like oh fuck i'll go do it in the middle of the day it's yeah, stinking hot yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you don't do the right reps you don't do the right things and it's just like ah i did it and you're like in your head you're like no you fucking didn't yeah, yeah barely <laughs> yeah so there's why there's no point in you even doing that yeah so there's studies i was actually reading this book at the moment i don't know if you're a big reader but there's a book i'm reading called the one thing um it's quite it's quite good it's just like a normal yeah. self-help sort of thing it was written a while ago but um there was studies done on willpower because like the I, i'm i'm think a lot about like free will and yeah, like yeah, what yeah. is willpower and all that sort of shit and it's like it's pretty obvious to me at this point that we don't have free will that yeah. we can just use however we please you yeah. know otherwise you do every rep you do everything <laughs> yeah. like when you th wake up in the morning and you think something the first thing you wouldn't then immediately think of an excuse to not do it to not you do know it. Yeah, all. Like, yeah, what else? Yeah. Like, you just do it so it's yeah. like it's not there right like we just don't have it we're fine it's luck like it's luck <laughs> that you do something you know it's yeah. a fluke yeah but there, there's actually been studies that are done that basically you lose willpower through whatever willpower that you do or do not have studies show that you lose it throughout the day so essentially every throughout the day yeah it's it. like a it's like a battery basically so that what you said about if you don't do it first you'll do it later yeah, and yeah. that like for me training on a monday yeah i have to train on a there's no there's mm. no time where i think it's okay not to train on monday because if you don't do it monday yeah it's so easy to then just oh the whole just, rest of the week yeah you, you just have a shit week yeah and then you're like you know what my body needs a rest yeah. i have a week oh. off like fuck your mind can just fucking cook <laughs> Does it. you know what you did yeah you deserve it you deserve it you know and just have a spell mate yeah, yeah. you're like you know what you're fucking right <laughs> <laughs> i knew i liked you yeah. <laughs> exactly it's like oh yeah oh let's go eat that pizza yeah you know let's fuck, go do fucking that fucking hell. you you trained real hard last week yeah 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 <laughs> or yesterday <laughs> uh, uh, do you do much heart rate monitor stuff um, do they get you on that 
not a, we haven't done it lately not a whole lot used to it was like big years ago like we we had a fair bit of that but i think there's a few boys that'll run around i think we have done now with the covid stuff because like there was a few boys who had like uh irregular oh. heartbeats and stuff Ooh. so after the jabs and all that so um which actually happened during the game and had to come off no shit and then finish finish the game but they're all sweet it was yeah. just like an irregular heartbeat and that's just what's happened a couple of times but yeah we've we used to like run around with um i remember when i was first started with the gold coast we used to run around we used to have the heart rate as heart rate monitor on yeah like while we were playing and it was the fucking most annoying thing because oh, you got blokes yeah. dragging your jumpers and you say so you constantly oh, so just you'd be constantly moving pulling it. it up so but yeah no not so much anymore hey yeah okay. yeah but um do you do you monitor on your watch yeah so i'll train all the way up till uh i strap my my sort of uh wrist when i train and all that sort of stuff but for the first sort of block of training i'll just train with this on because then yeah. you can see your heart rate and all that sort of stuff and what and the best the best thing for yeah. like these things have fucking everything on them, mate. Eh? They're like, insane. They're so good. And like my my mate now, um, he's like running for uh, like a 50, 50 odd k run that he's doing for like a pancreatic like ultra thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pancreatic cancer. And um, so I've been doing a couple of runs with them, and I did five k. Six, we did six k on Monday, and then ten k yesterday. And I'm like not really built for long long yeah, distance, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. just trudging along. And um, I did it with him like maybe a month ago, and my heart rate was like 197, <sighs> and just like sitting there. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I can go anymore, you know. Like, and they're like, mate, drop back. And he's like, you, you're coming, you, you're not dropping out. And I'm like, fucking, you weak dog. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> and I ended up doing it, but then I was so I was so sore for so long. But then this last time I was sitting at like 147. Really? Yeah. And it's like, but these things are just the best. You get so many data, so much data out of them. But do you, do you follow like the sleep and stuff? Like yeah, you, yeah. I sleep with it as well, and yeah. sort of see where all your main sleep is, and it, they're fucking that good. Yeah, that's been a big thing for dude. I'm so like into the sleep thing now. I think I'm just gonna buy a sleep apnea machine just to get like <laughs> just so, better fucking yeah, sleep. better have data. You ever, have you ever seen like? No? The, apparently, they're just unbelievable. Like the, have you ever seen them? No. So type in like sleep. Oh, Ron's already on it. Um, <laughs> the yeah. So you put, you know, the people that like snore real yeah, bad and yeah, they yeah. like wake themselves up when they when they sleep. Oh yeah. So yeah, you get these like machines that pretty much just like lay next to your bed, and then you've got like a mask that just blows oxygen like into your nose Are while you while you're sleeping. Yeah. And apparently, dude. Apparently, like that. Yeah. 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 And apparently, it just is like game, ch- full game changer for sleep. Like knocks you out, and yeah. like you just, you just don't you don't wake up because you're never struggling for air. Yeah, to, wow. Yeah, because so I snore bad. Like I have, I've got, I just got shit sinuses. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I got super into my sleep, and now I'm like so zoned in on it that i can tell even i wake up in the morning i'm like fuck shit rem sleep yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> shit rem <laughs> oh shit rem every day yeah. first thing i'm looking at but nah, not enough deep yeah but um yeah apparently these are like gnarly good man like I, i've been hearing so many people talk about bit kooky but fuck if you can get over oh. it i reckon because sleep's the most important oh, thing for absolutely you. definitely like i i yeah i'll sit up at night I was like, all right, I'll have a thing on my phone saying time for bed, yeah, 8, 8.45 yeah. sort of yeah, same, yeah. Yeah, and then go lay in bed and I'll sit on my fucking phone for like an hour, I'll put Netflix on and I won't watch it, I'll just be like fucking around on my phone. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's 9.30, 10. And I'm like, you fucking, 
done it again. <laughs> I can relate. It's like, oh, it's like, for fuck's sake, just put it down, mate. Yeah, get go, off it. Get off it. Go to sleep. You know, like, I'm so tired as well, but I'll just sit there and you're like, oh, that was funny. It's like, ah, oh, that's funny. You know, like, do you, uh, do you meditate at all? No. Yeah, that's the thing, mate. That That's the thing that puts me to sleep. Yeah, I hear so, so much of that. Yeah, I'll do that pretty much every single... I just got one app that I use. There's like a bunch of shit on it. Yeah. Like different different meditations and stuff like that. But yeah, now even when I like... Because I do exactly what you do, like what I used to, <laughs> yeah. where I'd just be on my fucking phone scrolling. I got same thing, 8.45, my, yeah, my yeah. bedtime, bedtime reminder goes reminder, off, yeah. 9.30, I'm, I'm fucking trying to get to sleep. But yeah, you'll just be scrolling like, oh, I'm not tired. So now I just, I got on my shortcuts, so I got the waking yeah, up app, yeah, yeah. and I just put that on and like, dude, there's a new series, um, there's a new series on there that I've been like trying to listen to and actually like pay attention to. Yeah. I'm out. I can't, out. yeah. So maybe maybe give that a try. Yeah. Okay. I do listen to um like uh, rain sounds. Yeah. Like not okay. that I not that I need. I just enjoy it. Yeah. Like so I'll put that Tans, on. bro. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tin roof like <laughs> yeah. ten hours, and then I will wake up in the morning. It's still going. I'm like, yep. Turn off. I'm sweet. Bang. And it sounds and like you wake up in the morning. It's like ah, oh, that's that's a fucking good sound. Jeffrey Dahmer whale noises. <laughs> have you? I have not watched oh, that. I'm like I just don't go out of my way to watch that sort of shit to put me like in. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, you it's can be a, a weird, weird place. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But fuck, it was good. Wait, can you get Griff to turn that aircon up? It's getting a bit. Hot. It's hotter in here than it should be. I yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a bit. I like always fucking sweat. So. No, nah, that's all good. We'll get the aircon going. Um, fuck yeah, but these things apparently that's the move. So what are they, that? What would they be worth though? I think about eleven hundred bucks. That's for, not too bad for like a real good one. But <laughs> like, how are you going to sleep with that? And like, do you move much? Like much when you well I haven't sleep. tried it yet but yeah. I mean fuck it if it's like because you get used to anything like oh, I thought I watch. could never wa- like sleep with a watch I was like there's always something fucking on you but yeah so there's this dude go to um, more plates more dates so this have you ever seen this dude on Instagram nah so, more plates more dates yeah so he's like a bodybuilder guy okay so like more plates oh the, okay you know, more plates more dates <laughs> so but this dude go to his Instagram go to yeah all and just find his Insta so he um Dude, this guy is like a fucking G, like a legit G. Yeah. He does, he uh, he's a pharmacologist essentially. Like he okay. understands every Everything. like steroid, all yeah. the, like every supplement that can go on your body. <laughs> like he's been on Rogan and shit like that. Like he's a weapon. And uh, he went on Rogan and was saying that like he had just crazy sleep apnea. Like he would wake himself up from snoring. Yeah. And that he got one of these machines and just like fully changed, changed his life. Him. And so I know from since I got, I bought this thing at Christmas. Yeah. And then since I started just eight hours like tracking my sleep. And yeah. so do you now like you pretty much wake up even without an alarm at like yeah. eight hours yeah you can like get to that yeah just yeah in that much of a especially rhythm. now like because i if i don't need an alarm i'm sort of up at that yeah yeah up at that same sort of thing where you just like get that certain amount of time and you're like oh you your body of, just knows eh? yeah slowly wakes up and that's the best that's the best thing to wake up to like not have an alarm and just like your body you're just, just you're just up yeah and you're like all right I had a good sleep. I'll that do was that good. run. Check me around. <laughs> yeah, do my exactly. Run. <laughs> but yeah, so he was saying that they're the fucking shit. So I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, you know what? Fuck, maybe that's just the next, like, because I nailed the eight hours yep. thing. So now it's like, how do I make the eight hours 
even more even better yeah exactly apparently that's like the biggest especially for men with like our hormones and shit like that because you and for like the stuff that you'd be doing like the recovery would just be more important than the training oh absolutely i found like i found like i only started using like saunas and stuff like that like in the last sort of two years oh yeah where um like i don't know anything about like about them i just know they make made me sleep so well when we went to like melbourne for our like we had lockdown and had to go to melbourne oh to do the bubble to do the bubble thing we stayed two weeks or just under two weeks in melbourne and at the pullman hotel across from the mcg and um they have a killer sauna like just piping hot in there and then there's a pool that's outside and it's freezing so you'd spend like 10 15 minutes in there before you go to bed and then go jump in the pool and then go have a cold shower go to bed best sleep unbelievable so like now my house that i'm building it's got sauna, a sauna yeah. sauna and um and then right it's right next to the pool so yeah. it's like that's just and there's one in the gym that i go to um outside the club and we had one in the club as well and that's just as good and it's just like after a workout even just jump in there and it just something about it, there's people know more about it than me because yeah, yeah. the boys a few boys got them at home as well but they're fucking so good and I'm, i still don't like you don't sleep as good yeah uh, unless after after a sauna i fucking love them yeah i rate them too yeah. eh? so after um if you do cardio so after training and then yeah. you sit in a sauna your heart rate won't drop while you're in a sauna so you're essentially getting extra cardio. Extra cardio. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's just, cheat code, isn't it? Yeah. Li- yeah. Literally, <laughs> like heaps of people nowadays, they'll do their cardio and then they'll do the sauna. And like, if you watch your watch it, yeah, yeah, watch it, it just doesn't drop. That's so whatever you kind of like left the 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 gym or whatever yeah, you're doing, the session at, you'll sort of stay there. But That's the so thing, uh, there's an awesome book called Why We Sleep. That's actually what started the whole yeah, fuck sleep whole thing, thing for yeah. me. Um, <laughs> but I never knew that there's actually what prompts sleep is temperature. So your body needs to drop two degrees from okay. like your normal kind of state um, to then like kind of click you into that sleep mode. So that's why a lot of people like sleeping with the air con on. Like yeah. it's hard to sleep when it's real hot because yeah. your body temperature mm. like won't drop and then it won't release the chemicals to kick you into sleep. <laughs> So that okay, makes sense why you like the the sauna and then the shower, the yeah. cold shower to like drop your body Bring temperature you, yeah. and then you go. Exactly. Just out like a light. Yeah. It's unreal. Uh, yeah. What other recovery stuff are you into? Mainly, um, well, we have like the plungers and stuff like that, but they're not really a big thing anymore. Like the cold the, plungers? The cold, yeah, just ice bars. Yeah. Like, yeah, people aren't doing them as much? Nah not not really like i when well, they're not enforced anyway they used to be like right boys in you go um for like corkies and stuff like which again sort of mostly you just sort of strap it with ice and all that sort of stuff but yeah they're not like used to we used to like have to like you don't leave until you've done your done your ice bath yeah and it's like all right well in you go you do your 10 minutes and then out and uh but yeah now it's like oh the ice baths are there if you want to do them yeah you weren't <laughs> we were never a fan Oh, it, I mean, you do feel good after them, but most of the times we got cold and hot and then boys will just do sort of alternate. But then you feel just as good with sitting in a hot bath for 10, 15, 20 minutes in a, in a hot spa and then sort of feeling rinsed afterwards and yeah. go have a cold shower and then you feel fresh as. Yeah. And I feel like the 
I, it's, they reckon like the cold or whatever like sort of increases blood flow and all that sort of stuff what's the hot one doing? it's the same thing same yeah, thing yeah you know? I never I never bought it up my mate <laughs> yeah it's my, like <laughs> my had a housemate he lived with me for a year <laughs> and he fucking got the membership to the we got like P3 recovery they're yeah, awesome that's they're down, down here yeah, yeah, yeah we've yeah. been there yeah oh they're all, fucking unreal. awesome but yeah. I just hated the cold like, yeah. I was oh. like not a fan yeah. and I used to do it but it was fucking I hated every second of it <laughs> So then I just went nerd mode and I started reading papers on ice because he was like, you got to do an ice bath with me, bro. you got to do it. There's no data. There's no data that says this helps you. (laughs) And I was like fucking sore every day from jiu-jitsu because you're literally just getting stretched and fucking pumped. And uh, every day I'm walking up like fucking feel a hundred. He's like, bro, I'm telling you. (laughs) That's it. So I just dived into the, the reading these papers fully inconclusive yeah like, exactly there's, no there's nothing science. there's nothing that's yeah. the thing but it's like everyone you gotta do them it's like but it's like remember boys they, that same thing had a real problem with them they're yeah. like fuck this <laughs> and then they do the same thing there's nothing on them <laughs> i'm not fucking doing it and then like i think they all just came around and go yeah well yeah not really but if, <laughs> if you can do them if you want yeah i think that nowadays though like so uh, hopefully the next I'm like trying to get a, a big warehouse and like yeah. trying to build like a new yeah, version nice. of this Killer. and so I want to have a gym and I want to have ice bath sauna because purely I, I feel like there's mental benefits oh, 100%. to doing the ice that I'd say mentally that's what I'd be chasing yeah. because I'm a fucking pussy when it comes to it and it's <laughs> oh, like mate, I'm with you and it's like like you said you do that hard thing first if yeah. you can overcome that fucking voice in your head <laughs> that is trying to steer you away yeah. from doing the thing that you should be doing I want to figure out how to fuck with that person yeah, you know and absolutely. I can do it in some ways in my life yeah and then other ways that thing owns me yeah oh, 100% <laughs> like heavily owns rubber me. arm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, literally just a puppet yeah exactly <laughs> far out no I like that's awesome yeah um, like this place is awesome already and you know nice big warehouse yeah hopefully yeah, yeah that's cool I want to have like a um, maybe leads into some of your YouTube stuff actually yeah. but I sort of I love doing bike builds yeah you can relate I'm yeah, sure yeah 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 but I want to I got a couple of cool ideas for like almost having like my own bike build show in a sense oh yeah but where it's like it's real easy for me to shoot yeah so because right now like we've been working on we got two bike builds we've been doing and fuck we've been working on the cunts for that long <laughs> like it's just it's, they take so long to yeah. do they take so long to film then you got to go ride and you got to schedule and the weather's got to be good yeah and like, yeah there's just all this extra shit that yeah comes absolutely with it. so yeah i want to i want to build i just want a cool place where like i can have the bike build stuff's there there's cameras rigged up there's yeah. lights always we never have to take stuff down set it up like it's all in this game that we're in at the level that we're in it yeah it's about productivity and friction being frictionless yeah absolutely you know yeah and being consistent and having shit that's just ready to go all the time and that's yeah that's awesome like i'm with my shed that i've got now i'm sort of turning with a friend uh, into like a studio yeah basically we just built a big cyclorama wall and all that sort of stuff so half i've got like i had because i had murals and shit all over my shed and because i had just some other guy that was in there paying half the rent and um oh so this wasn't at the farm this no no this is down in yeah i've rented a spot off a mate yeah so um where i filmed sort of all my youtube stuff and i got a hoist in there and and she rings me one day and she's like i'm looking for a 
another space. She's already got one. It's a small little studio space, but she's looking for something big where she can build a cyclorama and all that sort of stuff. I was like, well, I've got a space and I want to get um, old mate out of here so we can do... So I, I was going to try and build it a little bit bigger and, and she's like, oh, yeah, came in and like it's got amazing lighting and all that sort of stuff. And she's like, and then so we agreed to do this and we've just sort of started it and um, you know, we've cleaned up the polish, not polish, just sort of like clean the floors back so it's all raw and everything's yeah. white it looks unbelievable I mean, they have just, you got any pictures of it anyway? i do yeah it's um we they just finished like the cycle cyclorama wall it's um looks nothing on instagram at the moment because it's sort of all just sort of coming together but yeah. that's that's it there oh fuck yeah that's sick dude so it's like i forget it's like 240 square meters or something the whole shed that's awesome so it's so what's that in feet 2.2 yeah yeah you spent what's it in feet yeah like square feet square feet that's yeah, american yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like 900 nearly 1000 square feet yeah so yeah, nice. it's yeah it's a big space and it's going to be good but she's like because she's all about the aesthetics and all that sort of stuff which and, is probably good for you oh absolutely yeah, yeah. and it's like it makes me want to like clean up my sort of my side of it and make everything shoot a little bit better and all that in which it will because like just clean white walls and all yeah, that sort of stuff yeah. has made it awesome but then also because what i get on on my show on chuck's garage i let the the guests do a burnout out the front <laughs> front, of, in front of the shed so there's all these black lines and she goes what the fuck is this you need to clean that off and i'm like sorry so, staying. yeah i'm sorry that's that's a big key part of my my show you know like you want this space this has got to stay so that's like it's a compromise but we can't do it right in front of the garage we used to do it right in front of the roller door yeah and then just all send smoke and rubber all through oh, the side just, just got shit everywhere yeah i just gotta move it but um there's funny one little one guy i had on there he's got like a little rotary and he actually did a loop in, oh, the, in like a little car park area yeah that's it, sick it was hilarious but um yeah so that that's like i know what you mean like when you want a sort of nice space where you can just sort of like have like to film and all that stuff which we like we'll rent this place out so that's sort of why i was like while well, before i build my shed i want to be able to make a little yeah. bit of money out of this because i'm selling t-shirts and stuff and not making that much money because yeah. it's like a hobby thing at the moment but i want to be able to make it profitable but profitable but in the meantime to make it a, a space where people can come and shoot content and do yeah. all this other stuff and, and it, that'll just lead to like more people that you might want to work with yeah You'll exactly get different inspirations and yeah that's it and yeah i totally understand that and builds and all that sort of shit man like that's 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 so much fun it's crazy to me that the it's such like an inner child thing like oh. when you look back at it now like i mean my bikes were fucking shit i bought i bought uh do you remember adam hunter yeah, yeah yeah so i bought his old intense m1 for like 1500 bucks Love when i was those a kid. m1s they were man. so sick that, was, the, that was yeah, yeah well that, that was me that was like yeah, yeah that's it so i bought his it was fucked it was cracked everywhere i yeah. broke the swing arm on it like 30 times it was just uh, the brakes never fucking were like it was the biggest <laughs> piece of shit and then i i got i bought like a like a 90 i can't even remember what model it was like a 99 cr125 thing was the biggest piece of shit <laughs> and so it took me like so long to actually have like a nice, nice bike. bike so i think now i'm just making up for it yeah <laughs> like oh, i'm absolute. overcompensating for yeah. all the shit i couldn't have as a kid well that's it and like that like, like i said i'm which is probably your whole youtube channel oh, exactly <laughs> yeah exactly so like and just on the riding side of things like um 
like I only started writing this year and um, like I said, I said to you sort of before we started like I've I got a bunch of mates I met through sort of the car world and and uh, riding a few Harleys and stuff like that and I saw they were all riding dirt bikes like out in on the sort of Adelaide Hills area and all that sort of stuff and I was like fuck yeah I want to do that I want, I want in it. I want in and they were like you got a bike and I'm like nah and they just started sending me all these bikes and I was like oh shit oh, I don't know what to get and then they are like oh this is our mate's bike he's out here riding with us now killer bike got it for sale Husky um, like 501 FE yeah. or something like that yeah. and I was like my cousin's got one of them. I was like, yeah, I've ridden that. That's a cool bike. Sweet. And I was like, tell him I'll buy it. <laughs> and then I bought it. And I'm like, you need to get this. You need to get this. And then, yeah. So then, and then I went on my first ride with him and we did like 150K loop. Oh, sick. And it was awesome, but I was rinsed. Like I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was cooked. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I've been riding my. I'm pretty fit. I've played yeah, footy. played footy. And I've been riding my e-bike a heap out at, you know, out at all the bike parks and all that sort of stuff. And I was like. I got on my way back, like I couldn't open my fingers. Uh, I was like <laughs> trying to claw. ride it, got the claw. <laughs> I was like, holy hell. I'm like, and, and I had my watch on as well. And like it sort of said I burned like 2,000 calories. And I was like, this is awesome. I said, I, I was like, I'll just ride it off as I'm trying to get fit. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Getting the forearm strength up because, you know, I need to mark footies yeah. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, and then, um, yeah and i just sort of like like and they're like oh because there's a heap of whoops or something like out where we ride and mainly that's sort of all it is there's a bit of a trail on the side if you wanted to go out all single trail like um through walker flat and um i can't even remember the trails but i was just like they're all a couple of boys have ridden fink and all that sort of stuff yeah, so they, yeah, yeah. they're wild like they know how to ride and i'm like yeah, you boys just go. I'm at the back. I'm having the fucking best time yeah, ever. Yeah. Like just just cruising along, and then they sort of watch me. Like, oh, you need to set your suspension up. And cause I'm riding a bike that's set up for an 80 kilo person. Like yeah. with all my gear on, I'm probably 120. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, then they're like, oh, you should get these, and started sending me like all these shocks and um like track shocks and cone valve yeah, forks. So they yeah, end yeah. up buying them. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> buying a bit of that shit, and then sent them to. Uh, um oh grd in um in alice and he set them all up and yeah, it sick. was awesome sent it up in like a big case to alice and then he sent them back and then put them in and chalk and cheat i couldn't believe the di- difference. crazy difference it's though. like but like this is i'm like like you said um what is it the inner child yeah inner yeah, child yeah, yeah. and and just like got all the gear and no idea yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. me man like yeah. i'm just but like now all like that's how i've like found like the podcast is like because all my content that i watch now is just like dirt bikes and cars and you know the average woman every now and then yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah. that's just like and i was like what the hell i was like this this is awesome and then like so that's all just i just watch like dirt bike stuff now and i fucking love it and some of the guys i ride with they're just the best dudes and it's so far from what i normally do yeah yeah it is just awesome and they don't give a fuck that i play football yeah. it's it's awesome and like i just love i love hanging out with them I've met all the family and now like we just go and do shit together and yeah. it's just and they most of them live in the hills as well so we're at the pub or going here and then and i'm just so far from like um the football world and that's what i love about it and like i love the lads that are just they're fucking maniacs <laughs> you're just <laughs> different twisted, oh, yeah. twisted but i have the best time with them and um yeah and i just i'm i'm like 
that bike is the best thing I've bought in a very, very long time. Yeah. Just because of the friends I've made and, and just hanging out. Yeah, they say money can't buy happiness, but you ever seen anyone frown on a 501? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Fucking hell. And it was funny, like, because I like, do all the... I loved on all the trails, like, and the, even though there's a road next to it, the boys will be waiting for me, and like, I'm just on on the trails, just like, because like, I want to get better, and yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm trying to do this, and they were they were waiting for me, and they're like, what's the bet he'd be riding on the road? And one of the boys was like, there's no fucking chance he'll be on the road, yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. next minute come out on the trail, I'm like, <laughs> 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 just it's just like I fucking love it. Have you uh, have you big boyed it out? Um, like you got like because you could probably get like taller seat foam. I haven't got the taller seat foam yet. That Massive was the, difference. That was the next thing I needed to get. Yeah, and, that'll um, be a huge difference. Yeah. Um, what else? You could probably get lower foot pegs. That's another thing that I probably need to do as well. But like even like Have I you had got the big shifter. I yeah. got a longer shifter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I did get a bigger one of them. Just so, like, getting used to those boots was like the. Oh yeah. You know, but shit, they they're more comfortable in my football boots. Those yeah, things are yeah. unreal. I what? don't even know what ones they. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I said you got any size 15. <laughs> like, 15. That's a like, big foot. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll have to order them in, and I was like, oh sweet, how long? And they're like, I'll be in two days. I was like fuck yeah that's sweet i always have to wait months for boots and shit you know so it's um but yeah everything like the just the motor world's fucking cool yeah i just love it and like i went to my first supercross in in adelaide i think it was oh yeah oh did you go last weekend yeah yeah last weekend because i had to duck back to adelaide for the launch of like the and the birthday of um the studio yeah and um mate i was fucking i had so much fun that's sick yeah it was awesome i was like fucking hell how the hell do they not fucking crash like all the time like because we went actually went to a motocross motocross track when we went for i think it was my second ride yeah and they're like, oh, we we can just do like a couple of laps sort of thing. And I was just sort of watching her and they're just like, nah, nah, like cruising around. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll just go for a little. I was like, how the fuck do they ride this thing fast? <laughs> like yeah. ruts and shit. And I'm just like barely hanging on. And I was like, holy hell. I was like, nah, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have that. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Supercross doesn't make sense. No. Nah. Like it shouldn't be a thing that 20 people are allowed to do at the exact same time well, and I, actually try and like race each other yeah i thought it was wild when they they obviously had the heats or whatever like, and there was only maybe 10 and they were just sort of like rip, ripping around and they just look out of control nearly most of the time but then smooth as well yeah. like it's like how like you notice like the good guys and that they just dominate and yeah. it's like it's like that is um and then they all get then there there's like 20 of them yeah and, there's, and then adelaide apparently the boys i was with they were like this track's not that great and that jumps they don't get enough sort of room to be able to get into that or yeah yeah because all the young blokes were casing on the triple real hard yeah so it was <laughs> that was what it, the boys wanted to watch yeah yeah but um uh but yeah and i was like this is fucking wild and then like when they have that break and then the bobcats come out and then just like and i was like fucking hell I was, and I was like watching the, watching these bobcats go I was like fuck yeah those boys yeah, boys can steer right <laughs> good operators eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was having a fucking ripping time like I was I only had like a couple of beers but it was fucking awesome and dude then, you're about to just go into like the deepest hole bro like you've got you've got years of, of shit you can do exactly that, that will still have novelty like yeah. you know for for all of us like we've been to almost everything everything the, yeah the great thing is it's still awesome <laughs> but like you're getting to see shit for the first, first time, time and you've 
not even touch the surface yeah, like well, it's so sick well that's it even like touch on the thing like uh, um what you said before where it's like i didn't have like that so now i'm like making up for it well it's like i've always wanted a dirt bike and i was like sitting there i'm an iron about it and i was like you know what fuck it i was <laughs> like imagine the 40 I'm a superstar yeah. <laughs> i should have a dirt bike yeah imagine the 14 year old kid looking at me yeah like and he'd kick my ass if I was like, if I had the money and I didn't buy that, you know, like, yeah. and I've got, you know, I've got a lot of like few cars and stuff that are like fast and all this sort of stuff and shit I wouldn't even dream of that I'd have. And I'm yeah. so grateful that I've been in the position to be able to do and have the things that I've probably spent way too much money on the cars. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I've got, I get so much joy out of doing that stuff and I love it. But, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, I want it. Like, I've got a Harley. And it's like, I don't need that fucking Harley. And it's like, I've got a dirt bike. And it's like, you will fucking hurt yourself. And it's like, yeah, well, fuck, I could die tomorrow. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I could be in a car. People die from weird shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, I don't want to re- regret that not going out with these boys. And, and I and that's what I'm so grateful for is like those lads yeah. to have them. And they're, they're helping me with like this studio that I'm building now because they're all tradies. And, and they just... My, bro we'll help you like just let us know yeah. and they come out and help me and it's like that's fucking that's just like good good mates you yeah, know like yeah. and and that's you know and, and like, i'm grateful because i bought this fucking dirt bike and yeah. it's just brought me to all these mates that are just fucking good dudes dude it's so sick i mean yeah like that's our life eh? yeah like it's been i i got the luck that i had in my life was that my dad raced a dirt bike yeah you know like that's it that's my whole life from there has flowed on from like what he chose to do mm. and so dad and glenn like glenn was my dad's best man yeah and, you know what I mean? so it's like that's even like him and all the people i know through glenn and like that extended network of people and i, I think about it i think about why it's like that in dirt bikes and i think mm. it's a little bit of it's the same in jiu-jitsu like when i i've been doing that like six years yeah but when i started that there were a couple boys that it's same deal like yeah. for me i started doing it and i was like holy fuck these guys are like they're my boys now yeah. you know and i i think that there's something about when you know how hard something is yeah and you go through something that's like <laughs> really really hard i think that's what makes mates and when you know that there's like consequences and when you know that they're like putting themselves on the line, yeah. it, like there's a bit of that that extra risk. And that's probably why you can get so close with footy mates. Yeah. Like some of those boys are guys that, you know, like you trust those boys with your life. Absolutely. You're, you're in like this extreme situation, even if it's not at the front of your mind. Like when you're out riding in the bush, yeah. like fuck, there's a lot of shit that can go wrong. Oh, absolutely. It, not even your fault. Like, yeah. There's a dude that died. We just rode up Cape York. A dude fucking died because a kangaroo jumped out in front of him. You're kidding. And then he, he hit the tree. So it's just like, that's how quick, you know, she it, can, it yeah. can change. And that's not to say that dirt bikes are a bad thing. It's yeah. like life. That's life. Oh, you absolutely. know what I mean? That's but it. I think when you've got that extra risk involved and you've got guys that you trust and you're going out there, and even if it's not something you think about all the time, I mm. think that's why you get those guys. And then I think that they're the people that end up sticking around and become like lifelong dirt bike riders it's you've had to overcome so much shit yeah. like we've all had crashes mm. we've all probably been broke because of riding you know <laughs> yeah exactly so like you've, you've overcome these things yeah. and if you stay it's like if you stay doing this thing that's so hard and so difficult it's gonna weed out the people that yeah. are kind of shitty and, and yeah can't, absolutely trying to hack it yeah exactly they, they sort of don't know how to go through that sort of diversity and just be 
um, and overcome that sort of stuff. And and the blokes who can't handle when someone else is going through that sort of shit, and yeah. they're just sort of like, oh, that's not for me. And then they yeah. fuck off, and you work that out pretty quick. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and you just you just meet your boys, you yeah. know, like, and they're always going to be there, you know. So that's yeah, my fucking love it it's that's, good that's sick. <laughs> so good so you got any bucket list stuff now like have you figured out the landscape like have you got plans of what you want to do rides you want to go on you got you're gonna hit a race up anytime <laughs> oh, soon. i definitely don't think i'll hit a race up <laughs> oh like mate, think think 2026 <laughs> it's something like that that was like my cousin he's mad and he's mad across and he's one he's got um the husky as well and he's like He's like, you bought fucking track shocks and cone valve forks. Like, you better be fucking doing fink. <laughs> like, riding uh, like whoops at 160. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Give me a minute. Yeah, exactly. But oh, I mean, I never say never to anything like that. But um, I like, I know the boys are keen to do um, uh, the Cape. Yeah. Like the ride that you just did, yeah. I think. And um, they were like, oh, we'll just get one of the tour groups or something up here that, that do a sort of think so because they've always wanted to do it and i was they're like dude i think my old boy is actually talking about running a tour next year is he yeah, he's kind of toying with the idea and <laughs> i've had so many people hit me up saying that like they wanted to do it after yeah fuck, i think it might just make it happen like oh. book in with the old boy and fucking like, because he there's tours where you got to pay and they do the bike they do they the, bike the bike and, and i think that's what the bike was the boys were talking about doing the bike as well yeah just so, so they we'll, can do whatever we were thinking about for doing one or dad was thinking about doing one where it's like if you've got your own bike got your own you bike yeah it, you, the tour starts at cairns and like so you get yourself to cairns <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and then, then up and yeah. back that's awesome because a lot of the tour stuff too you fly you fly to cairns do the tour and then you uh, oh, you shit. go to the tip and then you fly from the tip oh okay so you don't do the ride back i think you, you can choose to you can do choose it, to do it yeah but or you can do like you fly to the tip and then you ride back or whatever yeah okay but yeah i think fuck that's a grind bro like to do the full <laughs> i think it took us 11 days 11 days yeah yeah wow up and, up and back yeah and then two days to drive there and then two days to drive home for us wow. so i ended up bit fuck it felt like it just took up my whole my whole <laughs> month but like in a swag your feet are wet for fucking like oh. we we got rain which it never sort of rains yeah up there. yeah but um that's a that's a fucking trip to do like it's a proper adventure like it's not a holiday <laughs> that's what because yeah that was the one that they wanted to do and they were actually they went down to robe and like road sand dunes sort of like all last week and all oh, that sort of sick. stuff so that looked awesome but yeah just like i'm like i said i'm fresh man like yeah. i'm just like i like any chance i get to get on the bike apart from just sunday gone when you went riding and, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I sort of first night in camp always ends up being a big one so can't get night one back <laughs> you can't get night one back yeah exactly so that didn't happen for me but yeah any chance i'd, I'd sort of get to go for a ride like i went for a ride with with glenn yeah in cairns and he's like i was already up at um atherton because my brother's got a house up there yeah and um those trails are cool up there eh? yeah well i'd never done anything like that obviously and then so we went there he's like oh yeah we'll just sort of cruise up here and glenn's just an absolute frother like just unbelievable loves it, man. like knows every trail's like yeah i mean that's his job knows every person on every trail well, like too. all these dudes come in he's like they're all like glenn how are you and then uh. chatting he's like what are you doing like oh we're going to do this rock hopping over here and it's like oh we're staying over here and it's like oh okay and he'll be like how's your mum yeah exactly knows everyone <laughs> knows everything and he's just like we pulled the bikes off and everyone got geared up and he was talking he's like right oh should we go and starts the bike and we're going he's like we're going up here and it's like man and he's like up this fucking like hill like rocky rudy hill like this and i'm like 
oh, okay. And I'm like, oh. The legs off everywhere. Yeah, I had no idea what I'm doing. And then you get up to the top and he's like, just ride that clutch the whole time. Yeah. He said, just sit on it. He said, I was told the best, that was the best advice I was told is you should be replacing your clutch rings more than your brake pads. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's like, for like that trail riding sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then sort of once you sort of got used to it, because I was like, trying to drag this bike up and like and getting stuck and then falling Stalling off it Stalling times. it yeah. 50 times and i'm like and i got up the top of the hill and i was gassed yeah. i'm like fuck i'm in for a long day here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and then um and then sort of once we sort of got going and then you sort of start to sort of get the hang of it and get learn on it and all that sort of stuff and it, it was awesome and like it took me up to the top of this um like uh like lookout sort of thing and you look out all over sort of atherton and herberton and all that sort of stuff you see the big windmills and that and there's big fog just covering everything and then and then like while we're standing up there it just cleared that's and I was so like, sick it's like fucking hell and he's just like the whole time like, just frothing yeah fucking how good is this <laughs> yeah i said you wouldn't want to be anywhere else fucking god country and i was like you're fucking dead right Glenn. you this are is, right you are right and then yeah it was just like it was awesome like we did like 40 50k or something like that but yeah. it was like out oh, with these wild hills and like he's like you, you've been sucking two stroke all day you want to ride up the front he's like man i don't know where i'm going and i'm having the best time ever like <laughs> yeah. you just go mate you're right i'll just try hang on <laughs> dude that's so sick. Was, you'll love cape york man yeah like you and if you do it with your cousin and that like yeah oh it's just being on being on the bike every single day too like yeah. you hit 11 days it's a lot like i crashed day two actually and uh so i had four days off like big crash oh i'll show you actually i, I haven't uh, i haven't posted this one yet we're like <laughs> we're making a little video from it <laughs> but yeah i was on i had um i borrowed miller's 300 because i actually don't even have an enduro bike i need to fucking get one miller jack miller the you know moto gp guy oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so i stole his bike um <laughs> and crashed it oh fucking twice huge <laughs> <laughs> well that's he, what glenn had he had a 300 it's same same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't believe it like i'm not that i know bikes but like it was you would have thought two strokes yeah yeah it was awesome there you go this is so this is called the starkey trail that yep. we were on so yeah everything's going along great yeah we had like rain the dirt was amazing and i just got a little bit too frisky yeah just start trusting my abilities so, oh oh shit <laughs> far out yeah so I ended up in like a riverbank that like a dry riverbed oh <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so I cooked myself and I, I must have hit my head a bit yeah so you like, cooked so we had like 80k's then to get to the next camp yeah. and you're in like yeah, it's yeah, either yeah. medivac or, or you get your bike you just back get your there. bike yeah and wow. uh, it was a cunt of a day too like Matt, my brother Matty he yeah. uh he i got a flat tire caught i had that crash yeah then i got a flat tire oh no caught up to those boys because maddie's bike shit itself it did like a fuel pump the ignition fucking went the thing started catching fire <laughs> we were just like this day is <laughs> fucked and then so he got towed it took eight hours to I get saw towed. the video of you guys like just like foot on the back oh, of the swing yeah, arm or that something. That was another day. No. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> it, wait, that fucking guess how far we, fast we were going in that video? Oh, I got like 
60, 70 K? 97. 97. That was good. That was motoring. Hawking, dude. We had to do that for 30 Ks to the wow. fuel station to get So fuel. you just ran out of fuel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then like the car to get it. We we're like, fuck, we'll just push the thing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so Maddie's bike shit itself. So then him and Franco tied two tubes together <laughs> and they got they towed eight hours it took to get to the road and then the car come back and got them. Eight hours. Oh, torture. And then I I was cruising. I kind of got up and I shook it off and I was right. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you just get in that flow state. You're not thinking. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just yeah. everything goes out the window and yeah. I was just in. Like I was having the fucking best time. <laughs> And then this old fella on one of the two with one of the tour groups because yeah. you're sort of around people yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He dropped his bike in like the deep sand. Yeah. So okay. then he couldn't pick it up. So then I stopped, picked it up, and I was my brain was going a pace from what I was doing before. Yeah. But I just wasn't in that same rhythm. Yeah. And then yeah. one of the boys come flying past me. I hadn't seen a bit of dust at all because I was like out in front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hadn't seen any dust and then he just kicked up some dust and I tried to stick with him. He's faster than me. Yeah. And then I just fucking hit this tree stump that like they cut him off for the four-wheel drive. So yeah, like the four-wheel drive okay. just go Can but they don't take him all, no, all the way off. And I just fucking cream this thing, hit a tree like I can't would have. It was huge, dude. <sighs> and I like, I landed, I squashed a Red Bull tin. Like I had one in my camelback. <laughs> yeah, a full, it didn't pop fucking flatten this thing dude like it was massive so yeah i did like my lcl a little bit and like oh it could have i got up and i was like fuck like i was so pissed off at myself yeah because it's like bro that could have been like properly fucked you know because you just get you just stop thinking you know which is the beauty of it yeah exactly but there's a point where you've got to you've got to be on it a little bit yeah semi semi (laughs) especially if you're like dazed a bit from the first one i reckon there was probably a bit of that going on yeah 100 that's still the best trip ever (laughs) oh yeah sounds like it that sounds awesome but then i had uh silver linings so i had my d-max up there yeah and we get given a d-max every year by a tropical auto group yeah, in Rockies. Nice. and then cto in melbourne just put all fox suspension and shit in it Fuck yeah. so i was just like righto i'm a fucking rally driver <laughs> <laughs> next this thing out. Oh, that's so cool oh, i was fucking pumped so but so then maddie ended up riding that his bike was then become a parts bike yeah and then, <laughs> and then Matty rode the 300. Yeah. And then Sammy, one of my... I don't know if you've seen Sammy on the pod. He's like my best mate. Yeah. But he uh, he got to the tip and was like, righto, I'm fucking done. These roads are <laughs> fucked. This is sketchy. I'm going to die. So then I rode his bike home, basically, oh. so that I could keep filming and yeah, get, get yeah, some sweet. content. So yeah, I fuck. worked out well, though. Oh, even, <laughs> even with two huge crashes, best fucking trip in the world. That's so fucking cool. But just being in a swag every night, bro. Oh, yeah. The only responsibility you have every day is putting fuel in your bike yep. and rolling your swag out and packing your swag down. That's and like, how how good is that fucking oath that's so fucking cool i mean i've haven't done like we used to do mountain bike trips like that oh, with dad yeah. and all that sort of stuff yeah go out oh, fuck knows where they were but we were, we were quite young but like we'd go out and just go right mountain bike riding through all these similar sort of thing like herberton and yeah all yep. that out there and you just camp you're next to like a sort of freshwater creek and you go for a swim and you just 
it's you're in the middle of fucking nowhere there's nothing but like dust and dirt yeah, and yeah. maybe a little bit of a creek but it's awesome and then there'd be same thing follow cars and all that sort of stuff and then young kids you just sort of like fuck this and then jump back in the car and then you just sort of have fun eating lollies and yeah, yeah, riding yeah, bikes yeah, but yeah. like yeah listening to ACDC and yeah. ABBA <laughs> <laughs> exactly but like yeah I haven't done a camping trip like that in ages so Dude, yeah, that's, need to do it yeah. for sure there, there's actually this is an event you should put on your list is there any Transmodos down in Ad- in South Australia? No. Closest would be Melbourne, eh? Yeah. Have a look. We need to... You need to get your boys. They'll know, these, yeah, they'll yeah, know yeah. these races, but you got to get the boys and you got to do a Transmodo. What's it? So what do you do there? So it's a team race. Yeah. And basically, so like if you get four of yours on a team or three of yours on yeah, a team. Yeah, okay. And they got like a... So they got eight hours... Yeah, race you, mates. So they got um, eight hours, ten hours... Oh, they oh, used to wow. do 12 out. So where's the Wangaratta? Where's that? That's in... That's in... Wangaratta. Uh, is that in New South Wales as well? Vic. Is it Vic? Yeah, I thought it was Vic. Yeah, so like this is what this is what you need to do. It's like, it's a race, but it, I always say like this is my tagline for it. If you check the results when you leave this fucking race, you are a cockhead. <laughs> 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 so, so it's a race yeah. and there's a transponder but, and there's a result but yeah. if you look at it you're a fucking yeah, idiot exactly but it's, yeah so it's just more about like getting through and yeah. that's see like uh, that's what I'm fucking all about yeah. that's so, yeah, awesome this, this would be I reckon you should put one of these on, on your bucket list absolutely if you, if you can do it. but yeah basically it's like a 20k 25k loop kind loop. of thing and you just keep and then going. you go and then if you can do two laps you can yeah. do whatever or you just come in get your transponder and then your mate goes out and you got to camp the night before like yeah man, that's you dude like, Fucking that, I, that's like your first event i reckon i reckon for sure that definitely sounds like me i'd be yeah i'd love to do that i'm not it's just camping riding bikes drinking beers drinking beers having pizza having pizza <laughs> yeah exactly there's just there's like simple things man yeah like I was like talking to the boys about going over, overseas and all that sort of stuff because you always sort of have the end of year trips and all that. Yeah. And um, they had a pretty pretty killer one like sort of set up and um, they're going to sort of like a couple of boys are going to Singapore, Grand Prix. Oh, see. And then um, yeah. sort of going to and then coming back to the States, spend time in New York and then uh, like uh, Austin Grand Prix and, yeah, LA and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, fuck that sounds amazing but then i was just like oh i've got to build a house and you know i've got to heap of car stuff i want to do i want to go to cootamunda and go race my monaro yeah <laughs> grand final day and um and then i was like i got the dirt bike and then my mountain bike as well and i was like nah fuck it i'll just simple simple drive drive see my family from adelaide to cairns put the bikes the two dogs in the back and cruised up um, loved it like the the road from yeah Adelaide Cairns was awesome I got nearly got bogged on like some dirt did road did you go there. inland yeah when so you went yeah. all through like Broken Hill Burke and all yeah, that yeah yeah Burke and all that yeah. so I went where was it I think it was like Ivanhoe to Burke yeah GPS took me on a dirt road and they just had like 80 mils of rain dude I fucking got bogged in the same spot driving back from <laughs> Melbourne like 15 years ago mate it was they fresh graded the road yeah out of control I'd like I was dumb by me, but I didn't want to go back through hay an extra like two hours and go around. Yeah. And I'm like, I re- the sign said closed. But, <laughs> and they're like, more information, ring the number. And I rang the number and <laughs> it said it was open. <laughs> and I was like, 
Uh, good enough for me. Yeah, that's all right. And then there was a farmer on the road, and he he was just like, uh, you know, I got a I got a, like a Ram fifteen hundred, and um, and we're sort of passing, and I said, oh, what's it like? And he goes, oh, the worst bits on this on this side of the road, it's like two hundred k of dirt, and worst bit, but then it's sort of it's not too bad, but there's a big semi trailer bogged up there. And I was like, uh, oh, I'll go get him out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you reckon I'll be right? And he goes, looks at me, looks at me, and looks at the car. And he's like, you got four wheel drive? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, it's wet. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I'll just drive up the road a little bit, and if it's wet, I'll just fucking turn around. And anyway, I was like, sort of fanging along, and then it sort of got a little bit slippery, a little bit slippery, and then sort of came through this bridge where it was sort of a bit of water. And um and I was sort of like already in full drive and I sort of got to a hard spot and I stopped and I could see it was just like ah oh. I was like oh fuck it doesn't look too bad and I was like right I into it <laughs> and just hit it and I was like oh fuck <laughs> oh fuck and I'm getting all crossed up and I'm like well I can't stop now and then I was like just booted it and I'm like sort of up the road full drive <laughs> and then I come around the corner and there's this semi trailer like bogged to the fucking axles and I'm like oh my fucking god and I was like I am not getting bogged and I was like what just like just flogged it and I'm like the semi trailer's on this side and I'm on the on the right hand side of the road and I'm coming I'll go around that side and I've dropped dropped into these ruts and it's ripped me back around the other side of this semi trailer and, and I've got the dogs in the back and they can see I'm stressed so they're stressed like panting and shit and I'm like shut up <laughs> and it's like and I'm like, oh, I'm not getting bogged. And I was like, uh, I remember I just stomped on it and I'm around this truck like sideways and the mud and water and shit's going uh, everywhere. Windshield wipers, dogs panting and like this truck's, I'm like looking at this truck going, fuck. Like imagine how, like I'm, like, I'm talking to my dad because he was like, don't go down that, you'll end up on a dirt road or something like that. And I'm like, no. Fuck, I'll be, fuck, idiot. be, I'll be right, <laughs> whatever. And then he's like, the farmers will fucking kill you because you, you, they've got to drive on that road. You're just fucking chewing it up. And I didn't even think about it because like my uncle would do the same thing. Yeah. He was on a farm. Yeah. Fucking idiots driving on, yeah. on dirt roads when you don't drive on dirt roads when it's wet. Yeah. And here I am fucking crossed up all the way down the road sending a 1500 (laughs) speedo says i'm doing 160 i'm going like 60 k's an hour through all this mud and i'm like no i'm i'm not getting bogged and then i was like in four drive doing 120 like through this dirt road and then it sort of just cleared opened up and i was like what did the truckie think was he in it no he wasn't wasn't in here he must have been in there for a couple of days could you imagine if if you got bogged next to the truckie and he was a Port Adelaide fan (laughs) the fucking peppering he would have come out and tried to flog me and then they realised I was a Port Adelaide fan and probably try try to help me yeah yeah you would have just got absolutely peppered for days but like as I've got out of that section come around the corner there's this Ford Ranger Raptor going even faster than I was in the opposite direction and I was like and he's like look, like looked at me like what the <laughs> what fuck the are fuck? you doing and then like I was like alright well he's going faster than I am so let's go <laughs> let's go and like as as like nerve wracking as it was oh, I had so much fun <laughs> but there was like the wildlife on that road man oh gnarly thousands of goats yeah, wild yeah, goats yeah, yeah, man yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know if they're wild I'm pretty sure they're wild dude but it's like, a whole thing like and like, because my cousins they're in country New South Wales, and they used to say we we'd go on goat runs, yep, and yep. go and just herd them up, and, yep. 
and um and then they'd go and take them and sell them i even started uh reading um what's his name uh oh shit what's the name's book um fucking ned kelly no <laughs> the fuck your brother we were speaking about him before your brother manages him oh fucking toby toby, toby price tony ha- toby <laughs> tony <laughs> tony yeah no. i heard the, yes yeah um i can't believe i forgot his name but um yeah, and no, I was reading his book. He used to do the same thing: go out and get yeah, goats yeah, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's yeah, a whole whole thing. Out thing. There, yeah, but like goats, roos, goats. I saw more wild horses than I did kangaroos. Wow! And goats as what well. goats, emus, like yeah, yeah fucking yeah. emus, mate. You'd be going like 120, 130. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hit one. <laughs> Shit, I was close, but like they'd be like they'd be on. I remember, and they're like just like a Call yeah. of Duty, like zigzag formation. What the hell are you doing, bro? Get the <laughs> fuck off the road. Uh, but yeah, no, I I love that trip. That trip, like just that leg, and I stopped in uh, Burke. Um, I think it's Burke. Yeah, yeah, St- yeah stayed yeah. the night in Burke. And, yeah. How good is it? And there was a pub that just opened on the corner, and like I walked in there. Um, I was like, I need to get a feed before I check into the little hotel. And parents were ringing ahead and booked me a hotel. And um, so I've sort of stopped and gone into this Burke pub I didn't know had just opened and um, it was fucking packed. People really? outside, people inside. Big deal. They come from <laughs> everywhere. It was ridiculous. And I walk inside and it was like, you know, those movies when like... <laughs> Where like the westerns and then the music cuts off and everything, like, and I like walk in, walk and then, in with your stirrups. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like everyone was fucking looking at me, and I'm like, uh, yep. It's not like I'm, I sort of yeah, very stand. inconspicuous yeah, either. You stand out. <laughs> I fucking walked in. I was like, yep. Yeah, all right, where's the food? I said, you guys do takeaway. I got to get the fuck out of here before I get bashed. <laughs> but no, nah, they were great. I ended up having a beer and um, sort of chatting to a couple people there, and then where the fuck are you from and all this sort of stuff geez you're tall how tall are you <laughs> i'm sure you've answered that yeah a couple of times. oh exactly but no oh, mate i just had the best time and then i got ripped by um a lady when i went to the bakery because the ram was like head to toe just mud. covered in mud and um and i went to a bakery and got a cafe and she goes geez your car's muddy it's like you've been on dirt roads when it's raining i was like yeah i got caught on then and then no <laughs> as, as i was like walking out the door she's like Stay on there, bitumen. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably more scared of Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh. but that was, that was a ripping trip. And then the, the trip from Cairns to here was just dog shit. Yeah, it's just fucked. council, like roads. Road works everywhere. Road works everywhere. You can't get any consist- consistency. And just outside towns, all my older dog Otis and shit in the car. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, wait, can I go? I'll give you a picture. Yeah, you're quick. right, man. Yeah, sweet. Six. Yeah, she's a schmick bit of gear, that thing. I saw her loaded up. I was like, fucking let's go. Uh, where's that? I don't think that was straight out of me. That's so rad. They're a good truck, eh? Oh, man, I love it. It's seriously like the um, best car I've bought where I'm just like, because they don't have the center console. It's yeah. like the Express, so it's just cloth seats and that and doesn't have a center console so like i can just like put my leg on the yeah um, yeah, yeah transmission yeah. tunnel and just like actually chill. actually yeah. chill it's oh, i love it man it's so good yeah no they're a good thing um it was like this is just after it <laughs> she's then, fucking cooked absolutely like packed and it's still got dirt in it at the moment like i haven't had a i haven't properly cleaned it but yeah um 
all my lights and shit were all like covered and oh mate i was <laughs> that's an adventure oh and was, then to top it off the dog shits in it oh mate how yeah. do you how does that go down especially you- like otis otis is american stavio he's 10 right nearly 11 so i've had him for, i do road trips with him all the time so my mum gave him a bone the night before <laughs> this is what i'm putting it down to <laughs> blame my <him>, mum <laughs> but it um yeah so he and like because of you know towns Kansas towns it was like four hours or whatever yeah. i stopped just outside tully yeah and i let him have a run around and oh and the golden retriever he did a shit and he was sweet and then i just was just sort of ripping around i was like yeah whatever and oh and he just jumps in the car and goes to sleep straight away i just will lay around a little bit but then want us every time to slow down want to stick his head out the window yeah he's just always done that but then he's just always panting this whole time and i'm like (laughs) mate just fucking cut it out (laughs) mate just relax just relax i said you've done this before we've got 20 hours to go bro (laughs) you know like and um and then we get through townsville and I was like, oh, well, I'll stop out in the road here. There'll be like roadhouse or petrol station, whatever. We'll stop out there. And then I just hear like him fart <laughs> and turn around and like he's taking his shit. <laughs> and I have like, I have like the, you know, the dog hammock sort yeah, of thing you put in there. Yeah, but then yeah, I had yeah. their beds and then I put towels down. Yeah. I wasn't going to put towels down. Thank fuck I put towels down. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like ripped off the road. Like, oh, and I was like, <laughs> Just don't fucking move. <laughs> don't move. And like Owen's just like laying there, like looking at me, like he's like, I'm not moving. And then Otis is just, I was like, get out. And then I had like towel and wrapped it up and then pulled the beds out. And I had like this bike wash. <laughs> that was the only thing I had. And I was like spraying this bike wash, like rubbing. And I'm like, this is fucking gross. And I, and I didn't realize, but he'd had, he'd spewed as well. Oh, so it's just made him sick. He's so, sick. Yeah, yeah. And Fuck. I was like, oh, bro. He like, would have felt terrible oh, too. Like, it was you like, know for it, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so I threw one of the beds in the back of the in the tray and then had he had the bed and then Owen didn't really like sleeping on the bed anyway, so he was just like sprawled out on the back seat. But yeah, fucking hell. That like, is so funny. Yeah. Not in the moment, but that's funny now. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> Everyone I'm sort of told are going, oh, poor Otis, poor Odie. I'm like, poor, poor Otis. He didn't have to clean it yeah, up. He didn't have to clean it up or smell it. Think, <laughs> thinking I was smelling it the whole time. I've got, had yeah, like, yeah, you would have just been like, is that shit? It, yeah. Is that still shit? The whole time. Oh. So I had like, I'd go to server and I'd buy a new fucking Christmas Pino tree. Fucking, yeah, thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, oh. it's not in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like just the road works and like, because I wanted to get through to where was it um uh gimpy yeah. on the first day so or, or like when i put in a big stint so then i didn't have to, on the saturday i didn't have to drive through all the traffic yeah gimpy no one would take me after after like 8 30 <laughs> and then so i'd stop in rocky so i still had like eight hours the next oh, day and just yeah. caught all the weekend traffic Fuck. and then like all the road works from like even from um, Gimpy to Dude, Gold Gimpy Coast. Dude, Gimpy to Goldie is crazy bad. Fucked. Yeah. And then I had to stop into Logan to drop some um, money off to a guy who did some chrome work for my dad's XC. <laughs> and then I was already like wound up. So I was just like, fuck this. Just fuck, I just want to get home. <laughs> get back yeah. to where I'm going, you know. And um, But yeah, no, that was all right. But it's just the road works just kill you. And there's, oh, no, yeah. and there's no one on the road. Yeah. There's no one doing anything. It's yeah. just cones and goes from... 100 80 60 40 40. yeah stop go 
What the fuck? Yeah, no, nah, it's been so shit for <laughs> but ages. It's been like it? that. Like I drove that road in two thousand and nine. Yeah, exactly same the shit. same. Well, what's good now is from here to like Sydney is yeah. done. So like, there's actually that gave me hope. Yeah, that someday they will <laughs> one, actually one get day. done, dude. The when I drove when I left Melbourne, so when I was living down there, that yep. was my first job as a like when I moved away. So I bought a Vito, had a dirt bike, yep. and then I was driving home and I was like, right, I'm going the inland way. Like, I just wanted to get back to Cairns, yeah. like leg between, tail between my legs, and I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking done. out of here. <laughs> and though we're, I'm on that road where you were sat just before Burke. Yeah. And then there was freshly graded road and I'm fucking fanging along. And then, like, got probably 90 mils in seven seconds of rain like <laughs> fucking raindrops like coke bottles <laughs> and i was like i need a fucking scuba tank here in a minute and the road i was doing like 120 and the same i'll just no four-wheel drive just yep. road tires mm. and i just speed over <laughs> i'm doing 180 on this thing and i'm going oh fuck like you can't stop now yeah. basically and then the road had like the fresh powder like on, on either on yeah. either side of it and i'm just fuck <laughs> this veto is just dung, 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 on the rev limit i'm just going fuck 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 don't back off don't yeah, back off don't exactly. back off and it was pitch black and i'm oh, just and not. oh yeah and I'm just going on the sand, dude, like Ruse jumping out. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is bad news, yeah. bears. And then, yeah, I ended up just loot, brought, brought, and then just all of a sudden it just went. And I've just done like 360 after 360 <laughs> in a straight line, dude. It was like a movie. And then I just slammed the bank and I was there until the morning. I had to like, I had to wait and I had to get out, fucking find some, Fuck. I had to find some logs, dig myself like a trench, yeah. put some logs, logs so I actually down. had something to get up on. Yeah. The whole time till I'm like, it's fucking going to be snakes. And just, <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking no service. Couldn't tell anyone yeah. that I was there. I oh, know. That's the thing I was looking at as well. Like I've got no, service. I'm going to have to pull the dirt bike out, leave the car yeah. running with the dogs in the back yeah, yeah. and like, and just go find a farmer. Yeah like out there <laughs> we're out there out there like <laughs> yeah. nothing far out uh, at night too yeah oh, and i was just like it was one of those like i didn't even bother trying to find a solution in the moment <laughs> i was just like righto <laughs> i just put my feet up and went to fucking yeah. sleep i was like i'm cooked eh? yeah. I, I don't think i'd stop driving until then either yeah well that's a big stint from melbourne yeah so i was just like i'm fucking done here so yeah, yeah pulled up and fucking waited and I, I spent the next i was like i was worried about getting bitten by a snake that was like my <laughs> ultimate concern was because it was hot as fuck yeah and i was at like night yeah no in the morning in the when morning I, when yeah, i got yeah. up to, to to like try assess. and find some logs and shit and i was like walking for fucking age and i'm like man I, I was like looking back like i need to keep the van in sight too because yeah. like you can walk to a point and then just like everything looks the fucking same it's like yeah. being in the ocean you know? <laughs> don't know up is down down is up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah i was just like oh fuck this that was a big and i was young too like, yeah that was real testing that one <laughs> yeah you got like i was like when you're talking about logs and that and i was just like thinking like because i don't have any i was like i saw like when i was at putting the shit on my car I you saw like, the thing i saw the things yeah, so i was yeah. like fucking yeah I fucking need them <laughs> fuck do i need them i'm like this thing can spend most of his life on concrete you know maybe on a beach every now and then but and then i was like as i'm driving i crossed up <laughs> <"Shit>, I'm <what?" laughs> 
I should have been one of those, those muppets with yeah. orange fucking yeah. recovery gear on my truck. Driving around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Driving around Burley or Adelaide, you yeah, know, yeah. like just in case I need to run over someone. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's fucking funny. But road trips, man, I love them. Yeah. I think that's part of growing up in Cairns. Yeah. Like, I've never been scared of a road trip because no. I wasn't on a plane. I was. I went on one plane before I was 18 yeah wow because we just drove everywhere well, we had five we had three kids like five of us in the family yeah there was no way we're buying fucking plane tickets for five people <laughs> <laughs> so you just drove that's what yeah well like exact same so older brother younger sister and um mum mum and dad are from like west wylong country new south wales and like mum's sort of family started the farm and then mum mum's parents and dad's parents were both down there as well so as kids we used to drive from Cairns to country New South Wales it's like something just on like, the reg oh, yeah every Christmas yeah. we do it every Christmas and like we just used to and that was it like best thing was is like we didn't dad because dad had a bus company like we'd do it in a different car nearly every time so it'd be it all change and then he had like you know those Suburbans yeah yeah so I used yeah. to have one of them that was the best car because it had like a row seat at the back row seats there and yeah, so you can the kids actually, can actually sp- yeah. we can spread out and then um, how tall were you as a kid like were you always real tall I was or? sort of yeah reasonably tall sort of as I sort of grew up and then I was a late bloomer so I didn't grow till I was like year 10 and then I just went fucking bang but my brother was like fucking 6'2 and like built like a brick shit house from like fucking year 9 you know year <laughs> 8 or something guys. like one of those kids are just oh, massive just had so much fun at school yeah exactly like winning everything and like <laughs> yeah. bullying me <laughs> <laughs> bullying dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it it's just like and I'd like I'd talk about that with my um like when said anyone asked why I'm like I am I am it's because my brother yeah it's like he like we both played sport together we were only sort of two years apart and we had a yeah. basketball hoop down the backyard and like he wouldn't let me win it and nothing nah, nothing nah. <laughs> and it turned you into yeah. an asshole yeah, exactly you know like i'd win, beat him every now and then and he'd fucking lose it like yeah. lose yeah. it and then like i'd lose it every time i'd lost which was every night we played basketball so and like everything it was just that, that's probably there's there's definitely a thing like the younger brother is traditionally the better athlete and yeah. i think it's because of exactly that like you just spend your whole life getting pumped yeah and there's just a real resentment that <laughs> builds up that you can't do shit about yeah it. exactly it's just like i like my brother he won everything like his school um like where you'd, he'd like long jump fucking yeah. sprints all that sort of stuff he'd just be phenomenal at it and like i'd just wasn't <laughs> like i'd always like i'd always do everything the same like i think the best i did was like a third in like cross country or something and like i just wasn't as sort of good yeah. with him and but i had to work really really hard to do, to do yeah. anything yeah, yeah and then like i knew yeah what it took to sort of do like become better is that i had to fucking work and work and work and like i was and i still am like i i basically i'm not the most skilled or anything like that it's just that i have like that willpower just to just to get it done just to get it done and like that's sort of what i've always sort of done is like i haven't been the sort of flashiest or the you know the prettiest at doing it i just fucking get it done sometimes you know so that's and like i put that down to my brother and in yeah. water skiing and mountain bikes and everything like that it was just like i was just looked at my brother as like he was just like the unbeatable pinnacle. Yeah. unbeatable yeah. and he was like and that and that just drove me to be the person i am today is because of the standard he set for me as a young kid that's so sick and what yeah. does he do now 
He's a builder. Yeah. So he's in Cairns. Um, he, he like, so he did four years in Brisbane trying to play footy as well, but he went down a year later. So I think if he went down the same sort of when he was 17, I think he would have got uh, an opportunity and that would have grown him into probably a better footballer. I, yeah. I, I truly believe that because he was, a, like I said, he was good at everything. You know, He's, he, <laughs> he should have been a cricketer. My parents, they're like, no <laughs> that's gonna, sports shit yeah and you want us to go out there and watch you yeah in cans yeah, 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 playing yeah. in like 35 degrees with a million degree a uh, million bloody humidity it's like yeah. no you won't like it yeah but he loved it and he should have been like yeah, i reckon he would have been all right and well, bat- would have been like a fast bowler or something probably uh batter yeah and probably yeah fast ball is very quick as well so he probably yeah. could have done that and he's a big boy so but that's what my dad reckons anyway so and yeah. i said yeah well that's your fault dad yeah, yeah <laughs> put did. it on him yeah put it on him but um yeah he's a builder so he's actually going to move down and build my house oh sick. so they're going to live in the old house i'm in now and i'll um i'm building a shed with the little living quarters in it so i'll move into the living quarters and um and they'll be there and so i've always sort of lived apart from when i first moved away i've always been secluded away from my family yeah and um so to have like my brother there and his two kids and his wife and that would just be awesome. And then my sister, she works in Sydney. She works for um, News Corp. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, if they move down, I'll move down too. Oh, dude, how good <laughs> so would that be? I was like, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, let's do it. Let's yeah, fucking do it. That's so, sick. Because so, that's kind of the worst part about doing the job that you do is yeah. that you've got to be in a certain location, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, and like I get to see... Um, you know, I get to see them probably twice a year, you know, like it's maybe or maybe two, three times a year where they'll come down once but not bring the kids and then I'll fly up sort of once the season's over and then Christmas. Yeah. So to have them around, like, and because, you know, you, you miss so much with like the little ones and all yeah. that sort of stuff and um, yeah, I like try to do my best to, to see them whenever I can and, and get up to Cairns and, and uh, but mum and dad are retired now so they come down like all the time and um stay for like two weeks and just do everything and it's like <laughs> just stop <Yeah. laughs> just relax yeah. you know yeah. like you're retired yeah but like in the garden doing all this sort of doing whatever and um but yeah it's um to be able to have a sort of family there would be would be awesome that's sick how long you reckon it'll take to build a house probably a year 12 months yeah um it's just sort of getting everything is like getting it quoted properly and then also making sure I can get all the materials and all that sort of stuff as well is is the like it's any, a challenge at the moment eh? oh it is and making sure you're not getting sort of bent over by prices like I need someone to go like I mean it works two ways with me like especially in Adelaide it's like oh yeah well, We'll yeah, have, they either want to hook you up or they want to charge like a wounded bull. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like they all like it's either someone wants to help me or someone wants to fuck me. Yeah, you know, yeah. like getting fucked all right sometimes, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like not on heaps of wood. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm so I've had um, like management go to like architects and all that sort of stuff that helped me sort of get the what I wanted. And then I sort of yeah, and then that's what that was the best thing I've done. Yeah, to get something done like so that's built. not attached to like your name. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then through that through friends of like my management, they've sort of been awesome and like just and exactly what I wanted, and then sort of went 
on and they said this will be great this is what you need and then go to um interior designer then they put everything out on the table i don't want anything fucking over the top or anything like that but yeah and then you just sort of go through that process and it's fucking it's awesome and it's like then they put a 3d thing up and you sit there and you watch it and you're like fuck yeah i can live in that house (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's and that was the easy part now it's the hard part of trying to find now, like brother, he wa- he's he wants to build it because he wants to sort of change from Cairns. He's just sold his place in Smithfield and yep. he's built a place in Atherton yep. that they'll Airbnb out. Yeah, and it's awesome. Like it's they're um like Tinnaburra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. there's a new estate there. So yep. um they've just built that new estate and they're 100 meters from the lake. That's and sick. It's fucking awesome. So and they'll have a spot that they can go back. Yeah, to exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they're living up in that at the moment, and brothers sort of just got another house that he can build up there, so he doesn't have to go down to Cairns, and he's fucking loving it. That's sick. But yeah, he's him and his wife are keen for a bit of a change, and they're like, "You're not playing football for that much longer. We haven't gone to many games. We want to try and get to as many games as we can, and they'll be able to come to every home game." Yeah, that'll so, be so much fun, which especially, is especially awesome. for their kids too. Yeah, exactly. And like, oh man, I, I've always wanted to have kids kids so they can see me play but that's just not going to happen for me yeah. so to be able to give that experience to my brother's kids would be would be awesome and it'd be like a dream come true for me if they could like because the kids you you get packages where kids can run out with the team yeah yeah so like that'll be the first thing i'll do with them is like when they come down boom come out both of them they can run out run through the banner and then they'll run off and like that stuff's like to be able to do that for my, my family would be because they'll awesome. forget that they'll, they'll, they won't forget that oh you know? exactly yeah and like so George is like six and Florence is three or four no three yeah so for them to be able to like you know experience something like that and running around in front of like 50,000 people yeah, like yeah. that'd be pretty cool you know and um, yeah and I'd love to be able to sort of do that for them which would be something that I will always cherish you know yeah so, yeah and the photos yeah the got, photos you know, exactly yeah, yeah. The, there's actually proof that you know Uncle Charlie used to actually play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once, once upon a time. Yeah, not not that he just sits around and talks about how good he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what ex footballers do, you know. <laughs> oh, that's why you do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you have all the stories about telling everyone how good you were. Uh, <laughs> and they I, watch the footage and they're like, "You weren't that good." Mate. Mate, I've got the tape. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you going to build a big shed on it for like your the yeah. YouTube stuff? Yeah, I think or will so. You always keep that. Separate? Uh, I sort of haven't really made that decision yet where I've, I'll probably for money so it depends on the studio and how that goes and then yeah. how like my stuff works with that as well which it'll work really well so it just means if I do move everything to my shed it'll have to be on the same sort of um, I suppose scale where like yeah. uh, you want sort of clean black um, sort of white walls and all that sort of stuff to be you know aesthetically yeah, yeah. looking and tick and, all those boxes yeah exactly and that's sort of what you want but um yeah so it's like a it's a decent shed so it's like 22 meters by 10 and like a five bay with a living oh, living quarters yeah. at the end and like a six meter apron and yeah. and all that sort of stuff and i've got it like because the chuck's garage stuff that i do at the moment where i just get basically adelaide cars come through yeah and um talk about the build and why they why they built the car how long they had the car and and um and then i had a big um mickey thompson tire on the wall yeah where they basically signed the wall and then a little Polaroid picture we put on that. Yeah. And I'm just getting that made up basically from a sign writer who's going to take, he took photos of all because it was painted. And yeah. They had to paint over it. Yep. 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 So get it on oh, a big, like recreate yeah, it. Yeah. Recreate it and put it on a big board so I can sort of move it. Yeah. And then after that, I go, 
you can do a burnout if yeah, you want. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and um, most of the time they do. <laughs> Oblige. <laughs> yeah, which is which is good. But um, it's like hard. Con- it's like rough concrete. So if they don't, if they have a soft tire, it's easy as. But if they have a hard tire, doesn't matter how much power you got, it'll just push the front tires. Yeah. So, but then some blokes just like I had like I do like four at a time. You know, like just trying to line up, like yep, get yep. Con- content, content. So I try to do like four at a time. And then some of them, like, oh, we'll just hang around. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. like, the first guy will do a burnout. And then the next guy comes on and he's seen the burnout and he's like, oh, I'm going to do a better burnout than that. <laughs> and then the next guy and then the next guy. Turns into summer nuts. Oh, t- it's fucking hilarious. And the last guy had um, had a mate, he had an F, like an F 150 Raptor, like, yeah. he sort of modified it. And, um, like, it was the six, oh, the four liter or something like that, oh, four cylinder one. Like, and um, it had like 500 horsepower, big, huge Mickey Thompson. It's like a barge ass bloody thing. Yeah. And um, he's like, oh, I'll see if it doesn't burn out. And he just <laughs> sat there and the thing just did this huge burnout. And then I hadn't had any problem with the neighbors or anything like that. Until that one. Until that one. And then they'd just sort of like open this food processing joint next door. <laughs> and they come over and like, everything all right? Everything all right? And he's like, and I was like looking Couldn't at him. I was like, Jay, the bloke who who done it, he's like, yeah, no, all good. We just burned some toast. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, get inside. <laughs> but it's like, it's an industrial area. Yeah. But it, it's sweet. And I, because most of the guys I've sort of filmed, they work all all day and then they can get off at four and come bring their car and that's such a cool concept of like just normal people too. that's that's all it is it's like just some mates and um and blokes blokes who i've known and met and all that sort of stuff but it's so funny at the shed like when we've been working on the walls and all that sort of stuff for mate for this new thing there'll be like there's always cars driving past like hotties and all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah. and like because they know I'm in Welland, but they don't know where I am. Yeah. Until they drive past the drive, so there'll be blokes like on a weekend, and blokes will be like driving past, <laughs> like, and then they'll like, you you can see it, you can see how it all works through their head, yeah. and they like go and they catch a glimpse of like the because I've got a big painted mural of Chuck's garage on the back yeah, wall, yeah, and they get a cl- glimpse of that, and then they're like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'll do a burnout out the front of the shed and we were standing there going like this and it happened three times one day. We were just sitting there. That's unreal. It was so fucking funny. We were losing it. and um, But like that's just... You know, like I oh, didn't ask them to do it or anything like that, but they just see the black lines on the on the like, right out front of the carport, yeah, and yeah. then us and all the cars and stuff in the shed, and then they just decided to do a burnout. That's so sick. <laughs> it was, and that's cool. And like I've had a bunch of boys come around. We're working on the bikes, so I, when I got all the forks and all that sort of stuff, and was like, let's let's go have a build bike day. And some boys brought their bikes down. And a few other boys had to put different things on, so we sat around, got pizzas, drank beers, and that's sick. It's like cool to have a space where you can just sort of like hang out and yeah fucking talk about cars like i remember talking to, like we're simple we're simple people man like yeah, men yeah. you know yeah. like we yeah, yeah you know you think like i know it infuriates sort of women that we can just sit around drink beers and talk like absolute, absolute shit. <laughs> shit you know yeah. like and like we could stand in front of like a car or a bike or something like that and just look at it 
and just be like having the best time ever <laughs> or like having like tunes playing and or like, watching old races oh yeah from like the 60s 70s and you're just like oh, i remember this <laughs> exactly just random or even bands like putting youtube on it and like oh i remember this band you know yeah, like yeah. I, I was like at went to one of their concerts it was sound wave it was fucking unreal Dude, R.I.P. Soundwave. That was the best thing ever, dude. I used to fly... When I lived in the States, I'd fly home every year for Soundwave, dude. Wait, how... Like, I was, we were talking, like, this is what I was doing this Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. We are yeah. sitting around the table, there's three of us, sitting around the table, drinking beers and listening to, like, old, like, Taking Back Sunday yeah, and all this yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. And I, I was like... The last Soundwave went to in Brisbane, there was, like... Um, first band I saw was like Paramore on this this stage and then it was AFI on this stage and then it was City and Colour no not City and Colour it was Lexus on Fire here yeah. and then went and then it went to like Jimmy World Taking Back Sunday and we, everyone was just going like this yeah. and it's like there's nothing like that there's, that's living <laughs> that is Dude, I think I was uh, what, maybe, what was the last one I went to System of a Down Limp Biscuit, <laughs> Marilyn Manson wow like bro it was <laughs> fucking heavy like it was the sick well i don't know why they stopped doing those man they were massive too yeah they did they just did one over in europe where they had all the bands um uh yesterday's something yeah wild like unbelievable you wouldn't like dream of seeing all this lineup together and they just had this huge thing it was like maybe two weeks ago or something like that no shit and i was like when are they coming here yeah yeah <laughs> like, Dude, that sound wave was a crazy good run oh it was so good man. how good's afi life oh he came out like on one man like yeah, he really? was like bouncing around and i was like holy shit did you didn't he, like wasn't did he even do, like, drinking or anything into the crowd no, I oh, don't think so. Oh, dude, I've seen... So, AFI is like... They're like one of my favourite bands. Yeah. So, like, Linkin Park and AFI yeah. are like the two bands that I've seen <laughs> the most. Yeah. And that, that was the best thing about living in the States was there's so much live shit. Oh, yeah. Like, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> That's next level. We like. used to drive up to LA all the time to go to, like, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel gigs. Because yeah. they're just in a car park out the back... Oh, really? At the back of LA, and then they they set up a stage out the back of the studio Fuck, that's and so then cool. there's like probably 500 people there's only a small amount of tickets yeah and they do the show and it's like recorded for their <laughs> thing but yeah like i've been to concerts where like fuck davey from afi literally we're holding him up like me and my mate are like fucking holding him and he's just life like, complete oh, yeah, life complete so, so <laughs> fucking so sick eh? that's yeah, awesome. sound wave, that was the one but yeah. yeah you're right blokes can just sit sit down and talk about that shit for fucking ever yeah and just be like so content with it and it's just like <laughs> yeah. fuck and like you go and then you're like message in a group message and they like, fucking ripping day yesterday <laughs> did absolutely nothing right absolutely nothing like we were supposed to work on the bikes did nothing just yeah, sat around yeah. and talked absolute garbage for like five hours and like, fucking best day ever <laughs> so that's chuck's garage yeah basically yeah in a, basically in a, yeah in a nutshell burnouts and fucking talking shit that's so good so who who does like the production stuff for you um so it's through my management they've i said this year i was like, i want to be more consistent oh and sick just want to be able to pump out more stuff so the chuck's garage stuff was was a lot more easier and, and consistent to yeah. be able to do it so the channel's called drive with dixon which was a whole nother idea where it's like basically you know, a bit like comedians in cars sort yeah, of thing, where yeah, yeah, yeah i just wanted to 
you know, talk to a few people and pick them up in a cool car and then just go for a drive and, and talk to people, similar like a podcast sort of thing yep, or whatever. Yep. And that was the plan. That was why I was calling it Drive with Dixon and all the COVID stuff happened. And I had a video already release and they were like, no, you can't do it because you're sitting too close to him in the car. Duh. And it's not a good look for, you know, footballers to yep. set an example and all that sort of bullshit. So I only released that like two weeks ago or well, last week. And, um, and, oh, uh, I saw that actually. Yeah, and yeah, I got yeah, another yeah. one. Were you in the Ferrari? Yeah, Ferrari yeah, Lusso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which was cool. And we just went for a drive. And Trav, um, he's a Red Bull athlete, and um, he's just surfer and all that sort of stuff. He's just a phenomenal human. And like we've done a few trips to like LA and all that sort of stuff yeah, together. And, like hired a G wagon and did like the typical fucking Aussie dudes cruising around LA yeah, and all yeah, that sort yeah. of shit. And um, so yeah, we just had that chat. I had a chat with him and then one of the coaches who I get along with really well and um, had a chat with him and picked him up in that F250 and, or 150 or whatever. And so that was like another way that I was going to go. But then the Chucks – and then I've got all my other stuff where – so my channel's sort of all over the place. And I probably but that's kind of cool though yeah. at the start, you know, like because you've got your other gig. Like you can yeah. just test the waters and see what works exactly. for you. Exactly. And that's it. And the Chucks Garage stuff's probably the best at the moment because – I've been sort of posting this throughout the last sort of six months. I've been pro- posting pretty much every second week, having um, yeah one show yeah every sort of Tuesday night. I'll sort of I'll post a post a Chuck's Garage, and it's only like ten minutes, and it's just a yeah good insight to sort of what's what cars are in Adelaide and all that sort of stuff. I did one in Cairns where I just filmed so the production won't be won't be yeah. what my dad was filming while I was talking so yeah. I gave him like a gimbal sort of thing so yeah. that we'll see how that turns out but um, I've got to sh- I've got to send that over to um, my my guys but there yeah so my management just um, basically um, put me on to so a couple of film guys uh, well one of the film guys and he does all the editing and all that sort of stuff and then sends it to um uh, one of the other guys who's in Melbourne and they sort of set up and run the drive with Dixon and post everything like that and then I'll do sort of the miscellaneous stuff which is just my cars so I've got like a CV8 Monaro uh, E30 BMW with a um, well the Monaro's is basically a drag car it's got yeah. a stroked 383 uh, LS1 with a big uh gdx 45 i think it is now um so it makes like eight or nine hundred horsepower through a power glide let's go yeah that's good fun (laughs) um and then i got an 88 bmw which is going to be a circuit car um and a bit of drift stuff with the 600 horsepower ls sort of ls2 in it and that that's just been thrown together with a few parts i've sort of had thrown around like laying around i bought it as a roller and and I just started. I've slowly sort of put it all together, and it's it's gonna be so fucking loud. Really, <laughs> it, but it's awesome. It's like white. It's just like a blank canvas sort of thing. It looks. It's gonna be mental. And um, and then my main build at the moment is a, my grandfather's old farm ute. Oh wow! That he used to kick around in. What on, is it? It's a 1977 HX Holden. Oh, see. And um, it's it's been like six years in the build. And I've just sort of got it back this year, and the body and everything. It's and brand new chassis. It's like the car's like brand new. Yeah, I spent way too much money on it, and I'm putting a billet RB30, you know, like VL turbo yeah, motor. Yeah, yeah. So one of them, but it's like billet block. Stupid, but it should like no, don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> but it should have like you know 1200 horsepower sort of thing, and and Fuck. be um, but it'll look like a normal farm yet, and sort of sound sound a little bit wild on on go, but like it'll um it'll be cool it's uh, so they're my main cars and that's the sort of stuff i just film like me working on them and 
basically me pulling shit apart until I can't. And then see other guys fix <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, other yeah, guys yeah, fix it. That's pretty much me too. Yeah, well, like, I get to a point where I'm like, yeah, fuck, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, yeah, the boys, and yeah. like, because they used to have their cars in my shed as well. So they'd come in, we'd Tuesday nights would just be, we'd go and work on cars and um, muck around and all that sort of stuff. And they'd do the stuff I couldn't do. And then they'd tell me, just give me a few jobs here and there. And, and like, that was it. It was awesome. We'd do pizzas and just fucking. hang out that's so yeah and um so that's basically it and i just and i'd sort of film like my travel sort of up to cans and all that sort of stuff did a bit of vlog or whatever you call it yeah did that stuff and so um which is cool and um yeah i just love it it's it's good and like try to get to as many race things there's like roll racing in adelaide is probably the only sort of consistent racing we can do yeah in um have you been out to the bend much yeah heaps like that's why they do roll they do roll racing out there yeah and so what's roll racing so basically they just you line up around the sort of corner um just before the main straight and then they have a sort of you say you line up side by side and then um flashing lights they tell you to go and then they're flashing orange and you got to stick to you got to follow the left hand lane and then once the light goes green you can just race down it's like 400 meters or something like that you race Sick. down the main straight yeah Fuck yeah. It's, it's huge like in sydney mate it's big time big time bragging rights man like, really oh, it's huge like because there's all the like matooks racing and the big gdr guys like there's croydon racing and all yeah, that sort of stuff so yeah. there's huge like rivalry and like there's like a like a 2500 horsepower like lambo crashed in the wall the other other week like just getting it yeah trying to man <laughs> twin turbo lambo man like and but these guys are like yeah half a million dollar cars like racing and getting bragging rights and putting money on it and then in adelaide it's like it's still like it's still big now it's like my mate he's got like petrol stations he's got he's won it like four or five times he's got a mclaren six seven five yeah yeah yeah. and um when i was out there once and like i because he's like i want to fucking race you i was like mate this thing's got a thousand horsepower this is like 1200 horsepower and it's like meant to be like that it's meant to go around the track not in a straight line and um, I was like, all right, we'll race. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get on it a little bit early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like he didn't have traction. He turned traction control off to warm his tires up. And um, so then light went green and I've gone and he spun. And then like I've got out too far and he didn't wheel me in. And I was like, fuck me. <laughs> and he's like, one more time. One more <laughs> nah, time. Bro, we're done. Yeah. And I did it again. And then, uh, yeah, he beat me by a car length back there. And then like we're out there and he's like, ah. Oh, one of your mates wants to go for a ride here you take him i'm like what and i'm just like all right Fuck, <laughs> he's that like, would have been so sick he's like just leave traction control on i was yeah. like yeah sweet <laughs> mate and this thing was unbelievable it was just in track mode and like i'm this 800 horsepower like mustang like got out in front of me and i didn't know what gear i was supposed to be in like hit the limiter on it and then like he got out in front of me by like fucking bus lengths and then i was like and i went past him like he was standing still i was like this is unbelievable that's insane and he just thrashes around the track yeah so you do you do laps or is it just like to the first it's just the straight so it's sort of like modified drag racing yeah basically yeah right and then that's sick you do that and then so you have like a couple of hours of just practice yeah and then you have a uh elimination so basically you lose you're out and you win you keep going and then you just keep going keep going and then they have like if someone jumps or something like that they'll tell them like oh, you go again or you're out or something like that and 
photo finishes and all that sort of shit. But there's always like, you know, there's always that sort of, no, you fucking don't. This bullshit, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, I've only gone to like the second or third round because my car used to be manual and I used to do it heaps. And then I've gone auto and, yeah, I just never really fucking, I haven't been out there since it's been auto, but I don't think my car would be able to win it anyway. Yeah. But, um, because there's some big doll big dollar big horsepower cars out there but it is just mate just being able to get on the car like get on get on the track and get actually, on the track and actually put your foot all the way to the floor and not have to like look around like yeah, there's cops yeah, out there yeah. like and you, when your car grips up there's nothing better you know, like grips <laughs> up and you're like Whoa. just sit your back yeah exactly so that's the main sort of car racing in adelaide at the moment apart from all the circuit stuff yeah. but like all the hoon you know the drag racing scene like where they're building a drag strip out there yeah so that's going to be amazing It'll be like 30 million dollar racetrack but we haven't had a you know, proper drag strip in like four or five years now yeah so last time yeah or probably three four years yeah so and like i'm been trying to talk to the government and bob jane um so bob jane yep. so rodney yep. jane who yep. owns uh call the park and also um Adelaide oh, International. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i've yeah. been speaking to him sort of on and off the last two years about what, what what i can do to sort that's of, awesome to help and and he's trying to fix the wall because he got bent over someone sort of dodgy did the wall and then it's not the right length and uh. it's or not the right width sorry and um it's like so he's slowly sort of fixing it but yeah we're just trying to um trying to get racing back now because it's oh mate per capita we've got the most steel like uh steel bumper cars in yeah, australia right. in adelaide man so like it's and there's so much money yeah in adelaide like you wouldn't you wouldn't pick it but like there are some of the cars that come out of the woodworks like are just like next level shit next level man like and just normal dudes like they've just had them in the sheds like very very wealthy people and then just the collections that they have because they're just flying in the radar and they're yeah, just like yeah, yeah. where the fuck did you pull that from <laughs> he's like oh i got a whole you should come and check it out it's like yes please <laughs> <laughs> and they're just cool dudes like i did the adelaide rally um uh with sagami they gave me like a, a mclaren gt to go do this like three-day um adelaide rally um and they wanted me to do it again this year i think it's on maybe this weekend but i got a wedding <sighs> so i couldn't and um and i was like a lead car so i had to sort of take everyone to the thing but like man it was unbelievable and some of the dudes like they're like driving a ferrari pista which is like very like fairly rare yeah. and quite expensive and and he's just wearing double denim like just like this absolute chiller and he's like oh yeah i got this i got this and it's like you've got what like some of like the race car like gt ferraris and all that sort of stuff just in his house in like adelaide somewhere fuck that's cool man fucking hell don't even understand it was just the most unassuming dude so nice and it's just rolling his double denim driving his pista through this rally and it's like fucking hell that's what a cool. man what a man yeah <laughs> exactly man. i want to be you bro <laughs> uh, so do you do you think that's like your post footy thing like so in an ideal world you make enough money in footy to not have to work again and then this can just be the project that you yeah. just do for fun and like sure it'll probably make a little bit but fuck it you just do it because you love doing it well that's it to try and set myself up enough where i can sort of do something that i love doing but then also to be able to make money out of it would be you know ideal oh, i you think definitely will yeah exactly you just got to get it to the right point and get it to the right people but it's like I, I'd, I think there's like such a market like I, I'm always watching the US TV shows man yeah like there's nothing in Australia yeah you know I'd love to be able to like put a TV show together where I 
basically travel around with my cars in a big fucking motorhome thing and where I've got all my cars and then I go to all the different events that yeah. are held like we're at circuit drift or whatever and just try my hand at everything yeah drag racing like summer nuts or rocky nuts or whatever and just go to the events and just do do the tv show on all the people and and then go to the garages that are like the high performance and what yeah, they do and yeah. just show what australia has to offer we sort know. of like half lost that a little bit eh? oh absolutely like especially with like the v8 supercars yeah. like not even calling it v8s anymore I like, know. it's in our fucking dna <laughs> like heavily in our dna absolutely. and it sort of seems like we've kind of gone away from it a bit yeah so i think there's definitely a market for that like i know well, like if it's on Netflix or if it's on just normal Seven Made or whatever like that. But even YouTube, man. Yeah, you exactly. Like well, that's, that's, that's it. kind of the cool that's thing where that I, you're doing. Yeah, hundred percent would love to do. Like just get in the car, track like like I said, like road road trips, man. Like, and I'll drive anywhere if I can race my car. Yeah. Like, and to be able to have like two or three cars where I can just race and and then go and speak to people and then um, see them race or test out cars or do whatever, man, and just have anything to do with cars. I think that's that's a killer killer story that's so sick and then you've got the bikes that you can add in there as well exactly bikes are small man you fit them in between cars or whatever <laughs> on the back of the wagon <laughs> and just go riding like exactly that's the that's a dream to be able to just cruise around do some filming speak to some killer people drive some killer cars and then also race mine yeah ride dude. bikes too that's the new that's the new thing for me at the moment is try and get on that bike as much as i can because i fucking love it <laughs> so how long have you got playing footy you reckon until you start to fully go into this have you thought about it yeah so i'm contracted till next year yep. so i got um one more year and then um they said they want to keep me on um they said they don't want me to put an age like a limit on my career because um i'm sort of wanted which is which is good uh even though i'm sort of getting on you know a bit old in the tooth whatever they call it but um i reckon i've got sort of after the next year maybe two more years yeah i'd like i'd like to be able to put that out there that i can play for another two years and be and, and be, competitive. be competitive and be still be an asset to my team so um and i think i showed that this year which playing a bit of a different role through the ruck i can still do that and and um yeah like it's just basically filling a role for my team and, and being able to um being able to help still is yeah. the main thing i don't want yeah. to be out there just because i'm out there you know like i want to be able to help and and uh and like you said and being a part of the culture is is just a is a big thing as well and i think i can help a lot way in that as well yeah well dude i've loved it it's been an awesome podcast i'm <laughs> yeah. so glad we got to do <laughs> yeah, it yeah absolutely mate. thanks was, for having uh, me yeah no it's sick we made it happen it's yeah like quick too we'll have to get out on the bike and oh and, hell and yeah right at some point but absolutely um, yeah if you ever need anything help wise with the channel any production Definitely. stuff any like if you need any advice or whatever then yeah happy to lend a hand if you if you ever need it not, not that you need it you've got shit going on but <laughs> oh, i definitely need it no never say no to some help that's for sure so but no appreciate it mate no, awesome, awesome. Mate. thank you very much cheers, cheers. brother cheers. how good mate, that was so good how fun is it oh it's good when I mean, you just get to like reminisce and talk about old shit it's fucking it's awesome i love it oh.